and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over the mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I'm not really sure where to start. First of all, yeah, a couple of mass shootings that happened, I guess, since the last time we spoke. The Colorado shooting and the Virginia shooting. You guys know I'm from Virginia, so I got a few things to say about that. And also the Colorado shooting. That, the narrative behind the Colorado shooting and the Virginia shooting, quite frankly, did not quite go as the media anticipated. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, we got to talk about Ye, also known as Kanye West, having dinner with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago and bringing some very... Uh, I guess you would say controversial figures with him and Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos and also Karen Giorno. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Also, let's talk about Jerry Jones in this picture of him from 1957 when he was 14 or 15 years old. They're trying to bring that back up in the, a, a racial Me Too. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Also, the case of Shankola Robinson is really crazy. If you guys don't know about that, I covered that in the video where this woman went on a vacation with her friends in Cabo, Mexico and did not make it back. And the reason why she didn't make it back is probably because of those friends that she brought with her. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoy what you are hearing thus far, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy uh, the channel, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Hopefully you guys enjoy Thanksgiving holiday. You're able to, you know, be around family, friends, or get some good food, get some rest, whatever you're able to do on Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully everything was all right. Hopefully you and your cousin didn't get in the fist fight. Hopefully you and your auntie did not start wrestling over the macaroni and cheese. Hopefully everything was a-okay, right? With me, it was cool. I just laid back and chill. I didn't travel this time. I probably traveled for Christmas or something like that, but I wanted just to kind of get myself together and get some rest, and that's what I did. So shout out to y'all. You guys are fantastic. The best audience anywhere on these internets. And we got quite a few topics on deck, like I said, from the beginning. But first things first, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to me, um, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. You can find every article, well, every article on the website will be linked to a video. So if you want more context, more information, things I could not put on the YouTubes, it'll be right there on the website, anthonyblogan.com. And I also always cite my sources, so you'll never be able to say that I just make up things, pull rubbish out of my head. I always have sources for whatever I say. If it's an opinion, it's an opinion, but a fact, I always have sources for it. Again, anthonyblogan.com, go to the front page. You'll see all my articles right there with my, sizes, with my, with my, with my sources cited, not my cited sources, but anyway. Check out the website. Also, go to the contact page, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my snail mail address, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff right there on the contact page. 
over on anthonyblogan.com. Also, go to the merch website, Anthony, uh, ablmerch.com. That is ablmerch.com. We got hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more. And all of these links I mentioned right now, everything will be in the description box below. Also, go to my other sponsors. You have patriotpost.us, the best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. The link will be in the box below as well. And for the beautiful handmade women flags that are right behind me, go to bhedesigns.com. That is B-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot C-O-M. All the links will be in the description. And this is a podcast you're listening to right now, whether it be on the replay, audio only, video only, not video only, but video and audio, or on a YouTube. It's a podcast. And if you want to hear this podcast in audio only, go to your favorite audio streaming platforms. That's Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the box or just go to your favorite audio streaming platforms and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. And if you're over there right now listening to me, please give me a five-star rating. Give me a glowing review about how much you love the podcast. That'll help me out tremendously in the podcast rankings. All right. So we got quite a few things on deck. Uh, there, there's, there's a whole lot going on. Let's let's see where where do we begin? Um, I don't want to talk about the Trump Kanye dinner because that's a, that's a whole lot going on there. There's a lot that has come out since I did my video. Um, I kind of want to start with uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Jerry Jones first. I'm gonna go with Jerry Jones first. I think I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So let me get the picture and everything set up, and then we're gonna go ahead and get into that. Y'all, y'all give me one minute. I got to get a water. I forgot to get a water, and I got to have the water on deck. I'm not even thirsty right now, but when I start to really kind of just get into it and get rocking and rolling, I want to have the water right there at arm's reach. So y'all don't go nowhere. Give me like 45 seconds or, or less. I'm going I'm to run down there to the fridge. If, if, if I'm like huffing and puffing when I get back, don't judge me because I'm running down flights of steps. I got these high ceilings, which means the steps are high. I'm, I'm, I'm my, my knees touching my, I'm like, I'm, I'm running track downstairs. Y'all hang tight one second, 45 seconds. So how long was that? That that making it forty five or no? So I got. So as I'm down there, I might as well go ahead and get the coconut water, like old school, like I've been for a long time. You know, the coconut water, and then the regular water. Twenty five. Okay, I'm good. Now, <laughs> my heart bought to fail. <laughs> now I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm serious. It's it's all good. So let's talk about Jerry Jones. All right. 46? Nah, I, I, I did better than 46. Let's not. So you guys know what Jerry Jones is. And if you don't you know the Dallas Cowboys are, the NFL football team, um, he owns the Dallas Cowboys. He's 80 years old. 
the same age, by the way, as Joe Biden. We'll talk about Joe Biden in a minute because he's relevant here. So for some reason, somebody unearthed a picture of him from 1957 with a group of white guys, young white boys, actually, because this is high school, group of white boys. And he's in the back kind of just observing what's going on. This was a anti-integration thing because apparently they were blocking the way of uh, black kids who were trying to get into the actual school in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, I made a mistake in my video. There's another, there's another picture that I'm going to bring up in a little bit. It was from the same year, the same place, Little Rock, but a different high school. This one is North Little Rock High School, again, in 1957. So check it out. So I'm not really sure. My cause okay, my thing is Jerry Jones has been Jerry Jones for a long time. So I don't know. Hold on one second. I don't know how somebody just never posted that picture before, never, never, never put it together. They never said, hey, you know what? That's Jerry Jones right there. I'm not really sure how that never happened. It's kind of strange. This is a very old picture. It's 65 years old. And they just now, in 2022, 65 years later, say, hey, you know what? That's just Jerry Jones right there in the background. So you can see he's just kind of standing there. And I, I ain't going to lie to you. That looks just like him, though. Those, those genetics... Those genetics are something serious. I mean, good grief. Like, how, how do his kids look? That's, that's like, that's some, that's some George W. Bush genes. If you've seen W lately, he's looking like HW because the father time is crazy. But that's him right there at age 14 or 15. Okay. And you see what's going on here. You can tell it's an old picture. These are high school boys, apparently. Look at this boy right here with a cigarette in his mouth. Boy, probably about 15 years old, spoken to square. What is going on in your life, sir? It's where you got to be 15 years old, spoken to square. All right. Like what's really happening? So you see the, the black kids are right there trying to go into the school. White kid right here is not really having it. Other white kid back here is like laughing and jeering. But Jerry Jones just kind of in the background looking on just like what's happening. And as a matter of fact, Jerry Jones came out and said that, he was just a curious kid at 14, 14 to 15 years old, 65 years ago. Why is it coming out right now? Why not come out during the height of the Cowboys in the 90s with Emmitt Smith and Troy Aitman? Why, why now? It just seems kind of strange. But anyway, people are saying that this is enough to cancel him over. He should, he should sell the Dallas Cowboys franchise. And, you know, you're not going to get Jerry Jones to sell the Dallas Cowboys. It's not going to happen. Somebody in the comments, one of you guys in the comments made a good comment on this video. And you said, well, maybe the objective is to make him sell because if he sells, it's going to be for a very, very high price. Extremely high. Well, well into the billions. Not double-digit billions, I don't think, but it's, it's possible too. We never know. But definitely in the billions. A lot, a lot, a lot of money. And when... Or if that franchise gets sold, that sets the bar for the other franchises. So that'll raise the net worth of all the other owners. You see how that works? 
Okay, so let's say right now the value of the Dallas Cowboys is $2.5 billion, which is probably more than that. I'm just giving out a random number. Let's say it's worth $2.5 billion right now on paper. But then when you go through the actual process of trying to sell it, it sells for $15 billion. So everybody else's NFL football team gets a higher valuation as a result. If your franchise is the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're worth $800 million, and then Jerry Jones up for $15 billion, now you become worth a cool $4 billion, maybe five, two or three or four or five billion. So if your team was worth $800 million, now it's worth $5 billion, your net worth increases. That makes you more wealthy. That could be a reason, or they're just trying to get the Cowboys from Jerry Jones to make it go a different direction. It, it, it's like a, it's like kind of like corporate espionage. It's something going on because, like I said, this picture is so old. Why is it coming out right now? Why didn't it come out years and years and years and years and years ago? It's crazy. Yeah, Jerry Jones will not sell the team, though. Don't get that twisted. When, when he dies... His kids take the, the team from him. The same thing with the um and and um the, the Rooney's in Pittsburgh. When Art and Dan and all them died, the kids take it. It's going to it's going to be passed down from from generation to generation. It'd be like the um uh, the British monarchy. <laughs> you know, it, it, it go okay. You got the, the queen. She died. Okay, now come on, uh, King Charles, you take over. Okay, King Charles dead. Okay, come on, Prince um William, you take over. He's dead. Okay, one of the kids, you take over. It's going to be like that. They're not going to just give it up like that. No way. The NBA, Donald Sterling, that's a whole different situation. But the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, oh, no. You're going to take that from his whole family's cold, dead hands. It's not going to happen. But maybe that's a part of the whole game. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. But anyway, people are saying this is so, it's so deplorable, so despicable. But remember, 1957... He's 14 or 15 years old. He's a kid. He's a young man. Now, a lot of the people that are upset at Jerry Jones, a lot of your wokesters out there in the world also voted for Joe Biden. Now, remember, Joe Biden said in 1977, at the ripe old age of 35, while he was a U.S. senator in Delaware, okay, he said he did not want his kids to do what? Grow up in the racial jungle, speaking about integration. And the whole thing was about busing. Now, I'll talk about busing in a minute, but he did not want to have his kids be involved in the whole busing process where to forcefully integrate schools, they would take kids from one side of town and physically bus them to another side of town to go to a different school to quote unquote um, desegregate, integrate, or diversify the school. If a school was all black, they would take white kids and put them in the all black school. If it was all white, they would take black kids, put them in the all white school. That process right there, he was against. And quite frankly, he was not alone in his thought process. A lot of black folk felt the same way. My dad was involved with that process of busting. He didn't like it at all. And my dad was liberal till the day he died. He was a liberal, but he did not like the busting thing because of the actual, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, let's bust these kids to a different school on paper, but then when you actually do it, you know, you got kids, they, okay, I'm in a brand new neighborhood. I don't know anybody. There's a cultural difference. They don't like me. I don't like them. This is not what I wanted. I liked my school before. It was a mess. And you got to go far away, away. It was a whole big mess. People didn't like it. Some may have liked it. Some may have benefited, but 
lot of kids and parents did not like busing. However, Joe Biden said that, and if Joe Biden is to be seen as this moral compass, then how can he get a pass for saying that in 1977 at 35 years old while he's a senator? So you can make laws that would change that potentially. Why is he getting the pass when Jerry Jones is not getting the pass for being in the picture at 14 years old, not saying a word, not doing anything? It seems kind of strange to me personally, but hey, whatever. And same thing with your man, Barack Obama. His mentor was Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd was in the KKK in West Virginia. And he was not in the clan when he was 14 to 15. He was a fully grown man, a college graduate. He went to college in West Virginia, graduated, and then later, when he was like, he was married with kids and almost 30 years old, decided to become part of the clan and revitalize it in West Virginia. That's what he did. Now, of course, he has apologized since then and denounced the Klan, but he was still in it. Now, that was enough to say Barack Obama, okay, I'm, I won't be your friend. You won't be my mentor. That was Obama's mentor, Hillary Clinton's mentor. They were friends. Spoke at his funeral. Eulogized at his funeral. Barack Obama did. But a former Klan member, that's okay. And Joe Biden, Marshall Jungle, at 35 years old, that's okay. But Jerry Jones in the picture is somehow offensive. Come on, let's stop playing games. Let's stop playing games. That picture is nothing. That picture is nothing. Not nothing whatsoever. And if anybody has an issue with the picture, y'all please call me later on when I when I open the calls and challenge me on it. Please challenge me. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the hair on my legs and roaches, nothing. Nothing compared to um like that like that right there is nothing compared in, in their mind compared to I don't know. But this here with the picture is a nothing burger. Nothing nothing whatsoever. But I, I think the story would kind of go away once all the other stories I'm talking about start to kind of come to light. People don't know about. They don't know about the whole Joe Biden, racial jungle, or Robert Byrd. They don't understand those things. So sometimes I repeat myself about certain things that have happened. But a lot of normans are just now coming into the knowledge of politics. And they, they don't know a lot of what I'm talking about. So it's new to them. It's brand new to them. 100%. But hey, like I said, um, integration was not necessarily very popular on the black or the white side. Not really. Even MLK himself told Harry Belafonte before he died that he may have integrated us, meaning black folks, into a, into a burning house. He said that. He said that might have been a mistake to do integration. Jackie Robinson, a lot of you guys know who that is, right? Jackie Robinson was, uh, what was he, the first or one of the first um, black Negro League players to go to Major League Baseball? Well, he was seen as a, a traitor by some because you got to understand, there was a black league already, the Negro Leagues. It was a black league. It was very popular, had money. Was it as polished and well-run as the Major League Baseball organization? No. It, it wasn't as polished, but it was still ours as black folks. So he was seen by many as a traitor to go over to Major League Baseball to abandon the black team. But he's also seen as a hero by many. But back then he was seen as a traitor. Same thing with integration. It was not popular universally because people didn't want the tension and the frustration by putting people together that wouldn't normally be together. My thing about integration, segregation would be let's have the government get out of it. Okay, there shouldn't be any rules in the books that say 
if you're black, you must go here. If you're white, you must go there. Okay, that that shouldn't be what's going on. It should just be, okay, let's have the choice. If you're in a mostly white area, okay, so what? What's the, what's the big deal? If you want to go to Atlanta and live in a 100% black area, okay, go ahead. There, sh- there should be choice. You should have freedom to do what you want to do. To be around whoever you want to be around. There shouldn't be any government restrictions, regulations on who you can associate with. The government shouldn't tell me that I can't be in a store of my white friends or my black friends or my Asian friends. I could do whatever I want as a free person. But if I'm in an area that just happens to be mostly black or mostly Korean and mostly Hispanic, mostly white, then so what? Why is that a bad thing? I don't really, I don't really understand. It's the same way about um who you decide to be with romantically. If you want to, if you're a white person and you want to marry a white person, why should that be frowned upon? That's your decision. That's your choice to make. It's the same thing as saying that you are a man wanting to be with a woman. Why should that be frowned upon? But nowadays it is kind of frowned upon if you're a man and you say, you know what? Maybe I don't like trans. I don't like trans women. Maybe I like natural born women that, that were that were not born with a PP. You understand what I'm saying? Then you're seeing this somehow transphobic, but I think that's inappropriate because you have the right to be wherever, with whoever you want to be with. Okay. If you're making me be with somebody that I don't want to be with, that's a certain kind of word for that, that I won't say right now. Cause we got little babies watching, but yeah, freedom of association, freedom of choice. That's what it should be. It shouldn't be about forced integration or forced segregation. So yeah, Jerry Jones, that picture was nothing burger. Anybody upset about it? They're not really being real. Because if they were real about it, then they'd be real about Joe Biden and Robert Byrd and all the rest of them talking about racial jungle and we don't want integration and all kind of stuff. Oh, one more thing. One more thing about this. So that picture I showed you one more time, if you didn't see it, um, if you're coming in just now, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Jerry Jones um, at 14 or 15 years old and <laughs> uh, what, 65 years ago in North Little Rock, Arkansas. But a group of white boys blocking the path of some black kids that wanted to go into the school. He's 14 or 15 years old in the late 50s in Arkansas, okay? Now, this, this is North Little Rock High School. But in that same year, 57, there was another picture um, of a woman that you may have seen before. I'm pretty sure you've seen it before. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick. I put it in my video for you guys. Um, okay, here we go. Here's a picture. So this one is from Little Rock 57, but a different high school. This is at Central High in Little Rock rather than North Little Rock where Jerry Jones was. But same year, same situation. Now you get black kids trying to go to school and you have white people behind them that are not too pleased, okay? They're not too pleased. You see looks in their faces. You see you got angry faces on the, on the right-hand side of the screen, concerned faces. You got all kind of stuff going on, right? National Guard out here with the helmets. Looks like National Guard. Now, lady right there in front with a young girl at the time is Elizabeth Eckford, okay? Elizabeth Eckford. Woman behind her is literally screaming at the top of her lungs. She's screaming at Miss Eckford, screaming at her. 
because she's protesting her coming to the actual school. Again, this is during integration, forced integration, black kids going to an all-white school. The white people behind her don't like it, so they're screaming at her. But later in life, they became friends. You can look it up. It's a true story. Elizabeth Eckford and lady right there screaming at her, they became friends later in life. True story. Look it up. I know that because it's a public story. There's, there's articles written about it, and I know her relative in real life, a no relative from Virginia. So, you know, people talk about old pictures and you can't, oh, if you were doing that back then, you can't be, you you can be redeemed, you can be forgiven, you can move on, you can change your life. Just like guys I know that were involved in the gang lifestyle. I know guys that have been to the penitentiary. I know guys that have shot people. I know somebody that killed somebody. I know a little bit of everything, but it's like at a certain point, can you move forward? Can you be forgiven? If you were living a certain life or involved in a certain type of environment, can you move forward and change? Can you do that or nah? If you just, you're 14 years old, coming from North Little Rock and that kind of environment, and you just happen to be in a particular place observing what's going on, not knowing that's going to be a story, you're just there. Can you not move on from that and be forgiven? So yeah. That's how that is, right? Oh, is that a movie on that story? That's interesting, Most Mundane. I had no idea. It probably is a movie on that story. But like I said, um, Elizabeth Eckford, E-C-K-F-O-R-D. Look it up. And lady right there behind her screaming became friends later in life. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find that actual. There's a clip on YouTube I saw before. Let me see if I can find that right quick. And if you like what you're hearing so far, y'all please get a video uh, thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. So I guess they were on Oprah. The lady, the other lady's name is Hazel Bryan. Let's look it up right quick. Okay. Let me see. Do we have it? Well, we got Oprah. Let's see what she's talking about. I'm going to see if I can... Um, family and the main reason I want to be here today that does not do anything for what happened that does not I, I'm just sorry I'm very sorry and what are you most sorry about the because way you behaved the way you were thinking the way you were raised the what what the for not doing what I knew was wrong I can tell you you're not going to school with those niggers. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay. Can we, can we get a little sister in or something like that? I was not ready for that. I had no idea that was going to come out. Hey, if you got little kids, cover their ears. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. This is awful. <laughs> she might get, hey, lady, you need to do a little bit more training. You got you to say N-word, not the whole, not the whole ER. <laughs> you trying, trying to get me banned from YouTube. What, what's going on? <laughs> The point is that they moved on, but I don't know about her. That might be a little, she might need a little bit of work. <laughs> you know, I, n I never heard Jerry Jones drop no N-bomb on the, on, the, on the football field. You know, I never heard him say Emmitt Smith, N-word, this, and Troy Aikman, and Michael Irvin. Wow. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, that was interesting. So, yeah, y'all look it up. Hopefully what you find is not a bunch of N-words and stuff in it. H head first, Heat Shield. Went head first. She sure did, David Ray. 
Wow. Hey, it's a long time ago. Yeah, 1996. That's when that was in Oprah. So what they what that was, if you didn't um, quite see it, um, what that was, um, they were there to forgive the tormentors from that particular time. Um, and the, the people that they were, that their group is called the Little Rock Nine, the black folks that were trying to go to Central Little Rock High School in 1957. Okay, and that picture with Miss Eckford, that she was part of Little Rock Nine as well. All right. So there we have it. But let's, let's keep on going here. Let's, <laughs> let's, speaking about offensive things, let's talk about Trump and Kanye. I'm going to get straight to that. I, I'm, I'm going to get straight into Trump and Kanye. Now, I don't know what the purpose of this dinner was. Let, let's back up a little bit. So Trump and Kanye had a meeting at Mar-a-Lago, like a lunch or a dinner meeting. And there's been a lot said about this. There's been a lot of responses. Um... Trump responded a few times. Trump put out like three true social messages about the dinner. He pretty much denounced everybody except for Kanye. He's like, look, I don't know Nick Fuentes. I don't know the other people. I, I was I was there for Kanye, and he brought people with him I didn't know. And it was just kind of uneventful, and that was pretty much it. All right. But um, let's first of all, let's let's go to Kanye's um Let's go to his uh, assessment of the whole thing. Let's let's put this on the screen right now. And of course, you know, this will be in the description box below as well. I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about, me asking him to be my vice president, I think that was like lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. It was the fact that I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. When he didn't know what the lawyers is, you'll still have your lawyer list. And when all the lawyers said, forget it, Trump's done, there were loyalists running up yep. in the White House, right? And my question would be, why, when you had the chance, did you not free the January Sixers? And I got a question for you guys, and be honest. Are you following what Kanye's saying here? Because I'm kind of like playing this back again, and I realize that it doesn't make a lot of sense. When I, when I play it all the way through, I'm having a hard time following what he's saying. And I'm sure it was edited and chopped up to be a two-minute Twitter video. So I wonder how long he was actually talking and what he was saying. Because what he's saying right here is kind of like all over the place. But let's keep on going. And I came to him as someone who loves Trump. And I said, go and get Corey back. Go and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. He basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story. Now, the whole thing is confusing because... Okay, Trump's, Trump's running for president right now. He's trying to become a president in 2024, and so was Kanye. You see this right here, the, the, the hashtag Yay24. He's trying to be the president, and so is Trump. He asked Trump to be his running mate in 2024, which was the silly thing. Why would you go have a dinner with Trump after he announces and says, hey, be my vice president? That makes no sense. Why would you do that? I, I just don't get what Kanye's doing talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago trying to sound mobby or whatever. He goes into the story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and how he didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. 
But then he goes on to say that Kim is a you could tell her I said that. And I was thinking like, that's the mother of my children. Since we now the bleeped out part, I believe he said disgusting human being. I, I think it was bleeped out because maybe he didn't want to get sued by Trump by putting that out there because he's telling everything about the whole dinner, which is that's not very good. If I have dinner with you, it's private. There's no cameras there. Why would I want you to go tell that whole dinner to the news? That's how Xi Jinping got on Trudeau's case because they were talking about some things privately and then he put it all out there to the media. It's like, why would you do that? If we were going to do that, let's have a press conference and do it in front of the public, not a private dinner, and you go tell the whole dinner to the whole world. That's crazy. No, and all the Christians in America that love Trump know that Trump is a conservative. We're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. When Trump started basically screaming at me at the table telling me I was going to lose, I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history? Telling me <laughs> You're going to lose. Tell him he's going to lose. Tell I'm like, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Trump. You're talking to Ye. He will lose, though. I mean, not, not even just lose. He won't come anywhere close to getting the nomination. Like, if he tries to go GOP route, it's not going to happen to get a nomination. Never. And third party, that's a, a losing effort. You know, and yeah, so you guys talking about his boots. I did see the boots. Let's let's rewind to see the boots. Okay. Now, you might not be able to see from here, but have you guys been following the Balenciaga story? Now, Balenciaga, this is quote unquote high, high, um, high fashion brand. I think it's European. It could be from China, like everything else is, but I digress. So high fashion brand, right? Um, they cut ties with Kanye after the whole quote-unquote anti-Semitic thing. But then people saw their advertisements, and it was very, very inappropriate featuring um, children. And I don't want to go too deep into what was done because it's so gross that I can't really repeat it without being disgusted myself or getting my channel flagged. It was some disgusting things with children that they were putting out there for their promotion. And he has on... Balenciaga boots right here. You might not be able to see it. It's kind of small, but right there it says Balenciaga right there on his boots. So Kanye, you put out something about Balenciaga and the the whole the the children stuff on your Twitter before this video came out, before you had the meeting with Trump. So why are you wearing Balenciaga boots? I don't understand. If they cut you off like Adidas did, why are you still wearing the merchandise? Do you not own any other clothing? You could have put something else on or at least covered the Balenciaga up with some duct tape. I mean, them boots are not really fashion forward. Are you about to go install power lines in somebody's backyard or something? Are you about to go um, fishing with your bare hands? You about to go noodling in a, in a lake or a stream or a pond somewhere? You could have put on something else other than Balenciaga boots that look like this. You know, you got on these 15-inch uh, duck boots, but I digress. So, yeah, mud boots. Yeah, you about to go install some 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 power lines during a a, a, a hailstorm it's 75 degrees outside and, and humid but anyway so that was the the summary of the dinner from his point of view now trump came out and responded on true social and by the way a lot of you guys are asking hey trump has been reinstated on twitter why doesn't he tweet i told you guys he won't tweet i said that i caught that on twitter trump's not going to tweet because he has true social it's like, okay, 
You tell me I can't be on Twitter. You ban me from the platform. I'll go out and spend millions of dollars on a new platform. It's mine. I got a following on there. I'm making a little bit of money. And then you say, hey, don't worry about that. Bring all your followers and your your money over to Twitter with zero in return. Why would he do that? It makes no sense. Financially, if he tweets, then the draw for a true social is gone. The draw for true social is Donald Trump. If Trump's no longer on true social or if he tweets on Twitter and true social, why would I go to true social? It doesn't make any sense. If the purpose of true social is because Twitter's evil and they suck, why would I believe the guy that's still tweeting that he'll be a better platform than where I think is bad? So, yeah, he would not be on Twitter at all because he has true social. He's tied into that financially. That's just what it is. So he's putting out true social tweets. And all, all we do really is just retweet. All, all we do is screenshot it and then put it on Twitter ourselves. That's all that's going to happen. But Trump himself will not be on Twitter at all because it defeats the purpose of true social. If he, if he tweets at all, what will happen is his platform will die. Some are going to say, well, you could cross promote. I mean, that's not really going to, it won't really work the way you think. Why would I leave Twitter if he's still on Twitter to go to a Twitter clone? You would go there because he's there. That's the draw. But anyway, um, I found a few things that he put on True Social. Y'all give me a second. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Uh, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And while I'm trying to find um, his responses, I got to ask you guys a question. If Kanye runs for president, which he pretty much is, would you vote for him? Do you want to have Kanye West or Ye West, as he's now known, do you want to have Ye become... Um, the next president of the USA? Is is that what you want? Y'all let me know in the comments what your thought process is on um, Kanye becoming the next president. Y'all know where I'm at. There's no way. I like Kanye. I like his music. I like him as a person. But <laughs> there are certain things that he should do People saying, no, no, no. You want a poll for that, really? I don't, we only know poll. We could just see it right here. Look, everybody's saying, no, 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 no. If we did a poll, it'll look like 95 to 5. All right. They say, you, you, you only want him as a neighbor. <laughs> you only want him as a neighbor. Good grief. Let, let alone president. I only want him as a neighbor. Yeah, and you know what? Somebody said it right there. Stephen says, I'm tired of celebrity president. Trump's enough. Exactly. People are tired of that. The, the, the sideshow. They want the politician. Regular people like you and I, all of us, well, many of us, most of us, we want regular politicians. Now, me, I'm a little bit different with my mindset, but the average person just you know, doing a civic duty, walking around, paying bills, taking care of their kids, having fun, living life. They don't want all the extra stuff that comes with a celebrity president. They don't want the sideshow. They don't want the drama. They just want things to get done. That's all. So they want the clean cut, six foot tall, 
um, necktie, shaking hands, kissing babies. They want that kind of politician. They want an easygoing politician. Makes them feel secure, makes them feel safe, and they can just get stuff done and move forward. That's what they want. You saw that in the midterms. You saw it in the midterms. It was a clear message sent. Hey, we want regular normies back in the in the offices. That's what we want. Same thing in 2024. They want a, a, a more of a normie, a person without so much baggage. That's not a celebrity. That's not a Hollywood star. That's not an actor or a rapper or something like that. They want that sometimes. Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump. But Kanye, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. AKM, I, I, I see you, NKM, say you don't want politicians when you voted for Trump. I, I don't think, I think people are changing. People don't really want what they wanted in 2016 now, and it won't be like that in 2024. They want to go a different direction. It's just like the swing between left and right in the White House. Okay, we had Slick Willie for eight years, and then we went to another branch of the same tree. We went to W for eight years. Then to Obama for eight years, then to Trump for four asterisks, then to Biden. It's it's a it's a swing. So maybe you want an actor or a non-politician at one point in time, but then after you have it for a while, you want to go a different direction. That's kind of what's going on right now, in my opinion. It's just like, okay, after Trump, you should want another conservative guy in office, right? You should want more of the same same kind of policies. It makes sense to us, but to the nation, it's not the same way. They want to go a different direction. That's just how it is. It's just like that. People are pretty predictable at a certain point. They're very predictable at a certain point. And the Democrats are very good at predicting human behavior and having things set up to take advantage of the human behavior that they exhibit. They, they know how people are. And I don't speak about things from my point of view necessarily. I speak about things from the point of view of the average normie out there just walking and talking around in the world who will vote. I'm thinking about their point of view and what they want. What they want may not make all the sense in the world. But we, got, we, got, we, got, we can't just say that what they want is invalid and not give it to them. You got to give it to them or else they are not going to vote in our favor. We end up losing. It's simple. But okay. So back to the whole Trump and uh, Kanye situation. So Trump put out some true social truths. I guess they're called. The, the same thing. Look, so here is a true social layout. It's identical to Twitter. It's the exact same thing as Twitter. Why would I go here when I already have Twitter? What's the purpose? The only draw is Donald Trump. If Trump's gone, then there's no true social. So that's a lot of money down the drain, time down the drain, and it's embarrassing for him to have the platform fold like that after he has been promoting it for the past what, year or two. But anyway, here's what Trump says. This past week, Kanye West coming to have dinner at Mar-a-Lago shortly thereafter. He unexpectedly showed up with about three of his friends, whom I know nothing about. We had dinner on Tuesday evening with many members present on the back patio. The dinner was quick and uneventful. Then they left for the airport. That's one thing he said. He said something else. And thank you to Nuance, bro, for the tweets, for the for the screenshots. He also says, Jay, formerly known as Kanye West, was asking me for advice concerning some of his some, some, some difficulties, in particular ha- having to do with his business. We also discussed, to a lesser extent, politics, where I told him he would definitely 
not run for president. Any voters you may have should vote for Trump. All caps, of course. Anyway, we got along great. He expressed no anti-Semitism, and I appreciated all of the nice things he said about me and Tucker Carlson. Why wouldn't I agree to meet? Also, I don't know Nick Fuentes. This contradicts what Kanye said, talking about Trump was highly impressed with Nick Fuentes. So somebody's lying. Trump says, you know what? I don't know Nick Fuentes. Ye says, oh, he loved Nick Fuentes. So who's lying here? Somebody's lying. Anyway, next thing. So here's another thing right here. Um, so Trump on True Social says, so I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yay, Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else, and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone. Okay, just him, not anybody else, so that I can give him very much needed advice, quote-unquote. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know, the other political person who I haven't seen in years. That was probably um, the lady, I forget her name, Karen Marano or something like that. And the other two might have been Milo and Nick Fuentes, perhaps. I know Nick was there. I don't know about Milo. I told him, don't run for office. Total waste of time. He can't win. Fake news went crazy. And there you have it. So I don't think Trump was really impressed with the people that were there. Um, he's a friend of Kanye, and that's pretty much it. It was a meeting in good faith. But I think it was a bad meeting. I don't know who really allowed Trump to do this. It's not going to help Trump at all. It just was a total disaster, a dumpster fire. A big dumpster fire. Okay. Yeah, I think the meeting was for Kanye to get some attention for whatever he wants to do. For his clothing, he wants to sell for $20. For his campaign in 2024, to try and um, to try and derail Trump's campaign. Because you got to understand, Ye is also a troll. I think Trump's a troll to a certain extent, but so is Ye. Yeah, he's a big troll. There's a story about Drake. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big, long story about how you troll Drake. Remember that whole poop-de-scoop, whoop-de-boop? That was a thing where he put that out so Drake could not use the beat when he said he could use the beat. So, okay, Kanye says to Drake, okay, I have a song you can use. Here's a beat for a song you can use. He plays in the beat and says, hey, Come record on the song. We can, you know, do some stuff. But then, before Drake can put his version of the song out, Ye puts it out with complete nonsense on it. So, Drake can't really use it. If he uses it, then it's like, well, isn't that the poopty scoop song? So, Ye does stuff like this. This, this is what he does. And I think Trump kind of fell victim to it. Trump should not meet with Kanye anymore. I, I like Kanye to a certain extent, but I think Kanye can be very manipulative too. But I move on. Okay, so Vika says, Fuentes said he was embarrassed and felt bad for Trump. So where's the, what was the context of that? About him feeling embarrassed. Embarrassed how? Embarrassed about the meeting? Oh, one more thing about the meeting. So after the meeting, allegedly, according to um, Tim Cast, what happened was, um, there was a big line of people waiting for pictures with Trump. I mean, not, not Trump. They wanted pictures with Kanye West, but not Trump. So they take pictures with, with Ye, and Trump was just kind of there in the background. He was allowed to be included in some of them, but he wasn't really the central focus of the picture request. 
So by the end of it, he's ready for them to go. Like, yo, is a car here? Is a car here? He wanted them to get out of there right away. Trump did not like that dinner. It didn't go well for Trump. And of course, it wasn't going to go well because it's Kanye going to be Kanye trolling, trying to become the president, trying to railroad Trump's campaign. It was a mess. But I digress. Um, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um, let's talk about, oh, CBS News finally admits that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Did I cover that already in the live show? I'm not really sure. Welcome to two years ago, CBS News. Y'all just now admitting that the whole thing was, um, that, that, it was that it was real. I covered it before, I think in the live show, probably in the last live show. The whole thing was a mess. It was, it was a bit crazy mess. But I'm not really sure why things happened in the time that they happened. It's a reason for it. The whole Kanye and Trump thing, that's timing for a specific reason. The whole thing with uh, Jerry Jones, again, very selective timing, interesting timing right now, 65 years later. And the thing with uh, Hunter Biden's laptop finally being verified, because I think what's going to go down there is there's going to be some investigations from the Republicans since they got the House. They're going to quote unquote investigate. And the thing about investigations, I'm not really too terribly enthused about those because a lot of these things go nowhere. Okay, you're going you're gonna to investigate. You're going to bring some court action to people. They're going to have these ridiculous, crazy lawyers, vicious lawyers, and you won't get anywhere. A bunch of ridiculous stonewalling. And sometimes there's things that are obvious that don't even really get um, that there's no punishment for just like with um, your man, James Comey. Did he get punished for leaking a document to his friend to leak to the media? Was there ever any punishment for that? I mean, there's all kind of stuff people do and there's never any kind of consequence. There's no punishment for it. So we're talking about investigation. I'm kind of just like, eh, all right. Well, when you get done investigating, when you get done looking into what you got to look into, wake me up. If we have a conviction, if we have, something there I can sink my teeth into, then I'm interested. But if I can't sink my teeth into it, if I can't really do anything with it, I'm not really enthused. Okay, so let's get past the whole process of investigation. Let's get past the dog and pony show, C-SPAN stuff. Let's get past all the, the, the morality-driven speeches and fake stuff. I want some action. Okay, can we get some people in penitentiary? Can we get some people stripped from the job? Something. If it's all investigations and it's, it's worth nothing, worth nothing. But that's what I was saying. I think the reason why they're talking about Hunter Biden's laptop right now is because they're going to investigate Hunter and Joe because they got the house back, meaning the GOP. But we'll see what they find. I mean, we know what's going on. We know the whole 10% for the big guy. We know what that is. But let's see if they get some actual action happening. I want some guys locked up. Throw away the key. That's what I want. But we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. Exactly, Ari. Not, nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. But, hey, you never know. Today could be a new day. They turn over a new leaf and all of a sudden become action-oriented rather than just dog and pony show, rather than just putting on the act for the people. Oh, we're helping. And don't, and don't, and don't do a thing. But we'll see. I don't want to be too cynical with it. But anyway, um, what else we got going on? 
So yeah, Hunter. I mean, we, we know what we know the whole story about Hunter smoking crack on a laptop. Dope fiend got a job at Barisma Holdings in Ukraine because his dad was the vice president. His dad influenced it. His dad uh, basically uh, coerced the Ukraine into doing this. And now you're over there giving them so much money. I mean, okay. I'm on the internet all the time looking for topics and whatnot. I go to my phone all the time and I see, okay, 40 million to Ukraine, a hundred trillion gazillion to Ukraine. Every other day, they get out more and more money to Ukraine. It's like, we have a never ending. We have, we have a, a blank check for Ukraine, a blank check. And for what though? Are we, is, is the war going to get, are, what's, what's the objective at this point to win the war? Is that ever going to happen? I don't think so. I, I think not. I think it's just to try and weaken the Russian Federation by a proxy war so we can go and do whatever we want to them. If they're weakened, then they're in the states where we can just kind of take over or um, have more influence in that particular part of the world. But I don't see it happening because they have the resources. So they have the power. They got the location geographically. They got the allies. China, Iran, they got the money, they got the resources. What are you going to do? You can try to do a little proxy war in Ukraine, but that's not really going to affect them because they have all the things behind them. They got China in their back pocket and vice versa. It's just not going to really work the way they think it's going to work. So I don't really see the purpose. We should just get out of Ukraine. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a big money um, laundering thing. That's, you know, the war and the, the weapons and the the personnel and all that kind of stuff, all these little programs they got going on. It's a big money laundering thing for sure. Big time money laundering thing. So we'll, we'll see. We, we shall see what happens with that. Yeah, definitely. It definitely thing make people richer. War makes people richer. The whole war machine. That's all it's about really is, is about, about that money. It's not about winning. It, the winning part is not even important. The, the important part is making that money, you know, giving the finances. Because one thing I know, one, th one thing I know is that we don't talk about how we're going to win, really. That's not really an objective. But we do talk about how we're going to give them some more money. That's always a thing. It's like, okay, give them $40 billion more dollars. Okay, make it so. How are we going to win? Don't worry about, don't worry about the strategy. How are we going to win? Don't worry about that. You lose them right now. How are you going to win? Don't worry about the strategy. How are you going to win? Just give us some more money. That's all we got to worry about. But anyway, I, I digress. Now, what else we got going on? Oh, with the whole FTX thing? Did I cover the whole FTX thing? FTX is, is, is super cringe. I got some videos of this guy. Hold on. I'm up, I'm, I'm, I got a video for you guys of the FTX guy. What's his name? Um, Sam Beckman Freed. First of all, he looks identical to Bernie Madoff. And I'm not being racist, but he looks just like Bernie Madoff. And at a certain point, it's like, all right, <laughs> you see all the signs. He's identical to Bernie Madoff. He looks like a complete dork. Um, he has like two t-shirts to his name. If you don't own, if you don't own a proper suit, really, and you look crazy, you, you're you just kind of awkward. I'm not giving you a dollar. I'm not giving you a dollar because if you can't keep your own appearance together, how about my money? What, is that, is that going to be safe? I, I I think not. 
I think not. I'm not saying you got to be walking around with an Italian suit on that's worth a million dollars, but good grief, man. Can you put on a shirt that does not have um, grapefruit stains on it? But anyway, here's a video of your man, Sam Bankman Free, doing a TikTok dance. And yes, you will cringe, but since I cringe, you got to cringe with me. So let's cringe together, shall we? So yeah, that, that's, that's your man right there. So he'll be in a in a meeting with some heavy hitters wearing this kind of stuff right here. Like, are you about to go big on a street corner for um, a few dollars to take care of your dog and your sick wife, or what's going on? But anyway, so if you can't see the screen, um, it's one of those things where it's like prompts. And the question is, how does it feel to be richest thirty year old in the world or below thirty year old in the world? And then as he's dancing, he's pointing up to the the top, pretty cool, I guess. And then the next prompt is, how many shirts do you own? And then he says, all the clothes I own fit in my backpack. Big red flag. And then he said, well, um, what motivated you? And the answer was, the book, Doing Good Better. Get a copy mailed to you for free here. No, thank you. I'm not giving you my address. So you can just try to exploit me by sending me some mailers and stuff like that to make some money. I think not. But yeah, this guy's a nut. If you gave this guy some money, now I'm not trying to victim blame or shame, but come on. At a certain point, we got to be using our brains a little bit and see, maybe this guy should not be who I give money to. Not, you know, maybe a hundred bucks, you know, something that's not too much, a, a little bit more than a bum, but not much more than that, okay? Millions of dollars in real cold hard cash. 10, 20, 100 million dollars? No, sir. <laughs> There's no way. Come on, man. Come on. Be for real. So, yeah, that's that's Sam Bankman Free right there, the, the, the new Bernie Madoff. And I got to find that picture. I, I know I have it somewhere that, that compares um, him to Bernie Madoff. Looks the exact same. Is he a CIA spook? Could be. I mean, at this point, I don't really think that anybody is beyond being that, possibly. Anybody could be that. Any Anyone could, could most certainly be that because there's so much fake stuff going on. I don't really know what's real. You know, I, I try to just identify certain things that could be real, but it's it's difficult. I'll tell you what. Let me see if I can find that, that, uh, that picture that compares them. Um, oh, also a quick plug. I've not seen this yet, but a lot of you guys have. I'm, I'm asking the question. Have you guys seen this documentary called Died Suddenly? Have you guys seen that documentary on Rumble? Now, I've not seen it yet, but I hear rave reviews. Now, what it's about is the bug, the China bug and the vex and some of the adverse reactions. Okay. This right here in the person's hands are blood clots. Crazy blood clots that you wouldn't normally see in a cadaver. Or, pardon me, in a, a person that died, like, you're 35 years old with that in your heart. That's not normal at all. So, if you've not seen Die Suddenly, it's about that. Y'all check it out and let me know what you think. It's not an ad. I just happened to come across that in my, in my Twitter. 
Y'all let, y'all let me know how it is. Stupid says, yes, it's amazing. Stupid Roofer says, it's amazing. Tevi Carly says, yes. Dent Machine Company says, yes. Yeah, that's right, Central Bart says, you've not seen it, but people are dying suddenly. You know, I, I see it all the time, every single day. Somebody else just kills over, and it's really sad. It's really sad, but I think, you know, I did not get the vax because I knew that it was too early to get it. And I keep seeing these commercials for mesothelioma and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, all right, well, why would I, why would I get that when I know that it could cause problems that aren't foreseen right now? You see what I mean? They, they don't really see it coming, but it can happen. Oh, and I'm going to get to the Colorado shooter in just a moment. I'm going to get to him. Y'all, please. Y'all, 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 I got a lot to say about that. I got a lot to say about that whole thing right there. The Colorado shooter situation is crazy because of the media and what they're talking about, how, how they're trying to paint the narrative. All right. I can't find that picture of uh, Sam Baker and Freed and Bernie Madoff, but I don't need that right now. You seen it, Whitney? Says it's really good. Everyone should watch it. Check it out. Speaking about that that documentary called Died Suddenly. All right, let's get to the Colorado shooter, shall we? Because that story um, has quite a few twists and turns. And I know people, I know human beings, and know how they are. So some things that are said, some things that are done, I can kind of see through it a little bit, right? Okay, so let's, let's, let's go here. So there was a club called club Q in Colorado Springs, Colorado that got shot up by one of the patrons, I suppose. Um, I think how many died? I'm not really sure. Let me look it up right quick. So I don't say the wrong thing. Club Q shooting deaths. So there were five that died at club Q and there were many more that were injured. I think there were like 25 injured, 19 of whom were injured by gunshot by gunshots. Um, but five were killed in Colorado Springs a few days ago. May they all rest in peace, prayers to their family. Now, the shooter is a person by the name of Anderson Lee Allrich. This is a guy right here. Now, this person identifies as non-binary according to the lawyer, okay? They identify as non-binary and they go by they, them pronouns and they go by mix rather than Mr. or Miss. They go by mix, right? This is what the lawyer says. Now, normally when somebody says they're non-binary, the mainstream media eats it on up, right? They say, oh, yeah, non-binary, cool, cool, cool. But uh, just like Caitlyn Jenner, they, they will she, 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 you to death, right? She, 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 she. It's like, okay, can you say anything else other than the word she? We get it. You think this person is a woman, although you're looking like a six-foot-four Hollywood Hulk Hogan, right, doing a leg drop on the Ultimate Warrior in 1992, okay? We know what you're thinking, but it's fine. But normally they would just say, she, 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 her, 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 or whatever the pronouns are. They, them, they, 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 they. That's what they would say. But in this case, they don't really want to say that. Now, here's a question I have. Why does it even matter? This person killed five people and shot many more. He's going to go up under the penitentiary or they'll give him the rope. 
They'll get the rope or up under the penitentiary. Big rocks, little rocks, forever. He will not come home ever again. You didn't kill five people. Why does it matter that you're trying to say, um, you're trying to save away from a, a, a hate crime? So what? You're not coming home again. It don't. It doesn't even really matter. You get in the rope or under the under the joint. I prefer rope. Get it over with. You know, do like old yeller out back. Send him out back like old yeller and be done with it. That's what I would say for a guy like for you killed five people, innocent people. Nah, you got you got to go. But the media does not really want to talk about him being non-binary because the, the narrative was, oh, you know, it, people that like Christopher Rufo talking about drag queen story time, how it's so dangerous. That's the reason why somebody got um, radicalized, this far right wing extremist, and they went and shot up a drag queen story time. That's, that's not even what happened. What happened was this guy, this non-binary dude, flipped, went postal, and shot the club up where he was he was a patient already. That's the situation. The hate crime thing makes no difference because you're not coming home again. Now, here is a trans person talking about the non-binary status of the Colorado Springs Club Q shooting. Check it out. Natalie, when we started the show, we just got we got a little bit of news earlier that the attorneys for the shooter um, are now saying that the shooter is non-binary and the shooter, the shooter. I rose, I rose. Do you see that? Imagine if I was to go on CNN and then somebody was telling me, oh, well, Caitlyn Jenner identifies as a as as a woman and I do a big crazy eye roll. Oh, you homophobic, bigot, transphobic, all kind of other obix obes in this. But this dude looking like a renewal by Anderson when the installation tech looking like you uh, like you dig potholes out for a living, uh, a whole power lineman for a living, uh, a California NFL uh, Hall of Fame quarterback. Eye rolls and it's and totally the shooter, fine. The look, look at this. Watch. Shooter uh, would like to use the pronouns they them. And this is for the court in all court papers. And that's what um, Anderson Aldrich's attorneys are saying. David Lee Roth in the face. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's um, complete ludicrous. (laughs) Um, I believe they're just saying that because they want to have the easy way out on this. that's really, really um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself, that a male, which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man. That's not a non-binary person. Because- Only when we start- Sir, wait a minute. Hold on. Do, like, do we have an ounce of self-awareness here? An ounce, a, a smidgen, a, 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 a smush, a, a, nothing? I can look at your face and see that you are a man as well. But if I say that, would I be transphobic? But if you say it, then it's totally fine. Your jaw is humongous. You can headbutt a ram and win with your jaw. Just boom. You ain't yeah, losing no teeth. If you were to be a boxer, you got a jaw of steel. You can get punched by Mike Tyson and not even buckle. Come on. You can't get on here and say that somebody's not um, non-binary. By looking at them, 
and I can't say that about you. Let's be fair. Want to have um, the easy way out on this? Um, that's really, really um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself. That a male, which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man. That's not a non-binary person. Sir, in no way, shape, or form. Could they appear as a woman the next day? Um, it's really offensive to even hear that, that they're playing that role. I, I got to ask a question, though. Okay, this person right here. Do you think we think you're a woman, that you identify, like, that you really appear as a woman? Do you think that we think that? I mean, whatever you want to identify as, that's totally fine. You can identify as a unicorn or a giraffe, a space alien, um... Uh, uh, whatever you want, uh, a water bottle can fly. Identify as whatever you want, because that's your mind. I can't control how you think, how you feel about yourself. However, come on, man. Like, I was born at night, but not last night. I know a man when I see one, usually. <laughs> I, I've seen some stuff, but this right here is not really convincing. Um, and if they're non-binary, why would you go after the club where you feel safe at? Why would you do that to a community where you are welcomed in if you are non-binary? Excellent question. Obviously, all of this will have to be answered. The shoulders and everything. It's like, Doc, you're a whole lumberjack dressed up like you're about to go down on the town. The, the lipstick and the wig. Look, if you were in the 80s, you'd just be a... Um, You'd be David Lee Roth. You'd be a hairband member. That's all it would be. You wouldn't be talking about some, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a woman now. Nah. Come on, man. This is crazy. <laughs> but anyway, there's more, though. There's more. Oh, I got more. That, that ain't even it. You, you thought I was done? <laughs> you, thought I, you thought I was finished? No, no, no. So the shooter has a father that has a very interesting story. Okay. I'm going to just put it to you like that. I got one video at least, maybe two videos. But one video, we're going to watch that right now. Okay, let's let's check it out. Here's the shooter's father. Now, I'll tell you more about him after we get done with the video. Watch this right now. There was a shooting involving, you know, there were multiple people. Right. And then I thought, they were on trying to find it's a, a gay bar. Yeah, right. And, and, and I was like, oh my God, is he gay? As a scare, oh my God, shit, is he gay? And he's not gay, so it's like this. Well, you guys had had conversations about that. You, you were. Oh yeah, so like you, 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 I was you adamant. Told him, yeah, you were adamant that gay is gay this is bad. Yeah. I'm a Mormon. I'm a conservative Republican, and we don't do gay. We don't do, yeah. gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys really, but they're saying that somebody's you know, it's involving a gay bar or some shit. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck you do. We have a gay bar. Um, I don't know what's going Well, on. he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Colorado. Okay, well, well, I said, shit, I'm excused of doing that. I, I, I'm surprised he's not gay. I don't know, I say that, but he's not gay. <sighs> okay, there, there's a lot to unpack here. There, there's a lot to unpack. Now, his speech is kind of muffled, obviously. Drugs are really just whipping his high farts to death. I'm talking about they beating him senseless. What drug is he on? Is that meth that does that? Is that crack that does that? The jaw is going all over the place. You see this? Look, look at his jaw right here. That the, the jaw is going back to his ear. His 
corner of the mouth is going back to the ear. I've seen that before on crackheads. They go, all that action right there. Is that crack? Is that meth? What is going on here? Is it meth? People are saying meth. Oh, that that ain't liquor. That that's not alcohol at all. That's if he's if he's drinking, he's doing more than drinking. He's drinking and drugging at the same time. People are saying meth, alcohol, brain damage. Uh, yeah, that can make sense. Meth, meth, no upper teeth, cracked out, meth addict. <laughs> uh, heroin, nah. He's too hyper to be heroin. Heroin, he'd be, you know, linked over. But he's all over the place. Now, what he was saying was just trying to figure out if someone's at a gay bar or not. And then just trying to figure out if someone was gay. They're saying that he shot up the club and killed people, but he's worried about the whole gay thing. Now, this guy is a, a adult entertainer. An adult film star. I don't want to say the P word, the P R O N word, but you understand what I'm talking about. I don't know his uh his name, but he's been in some adult entertainment. Now, having said that, and his whole thing about gay, 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 gay. Oh, hopefully he's not gay, is he? Is he going to the gay bar? How much you want to bet that this guy has engaged in some LGBT action himself? How much you want to bet? If you're a crackhead, number one, and you out here in the streets, you do something. You, you might you might be doing a few things to get your to get your your drug fulfillment, okay? And you were doing adult films. A lot of these guys that do adult films dip over into the other end to make some more money. If that makes any sense. So how much you want to bet this guy is involved in the LGBT lifestyle and the whole thing about oh I'm a Mormon, I'm a Republican. It's all BS, okay? You're just trying to hide what you do. And for real, for real, ain't no point in hiding because you are a clear drug addict. So just come out and be free. Yeah, I smoke meth and I have engaged in the LGBTQ element of Pete lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> Why not just say that? And, you know, he probably he probably abused the boy. That's why the boy is so confused. The boy changed his name from something else because he didn't want to be linked to his father. He changed the name like some years ago when he was uh, like 15 or 16, something like that. So he changed his name. He's non-binary, totally confused, shooting the club up. Obviously, something was wrong with him mentally. And maybe this guy has something to do with it, his father. Okay? So, yeah. Like I say, I observe people, and I can kind of see stuff like that. That guy right there, the drugs whipping him, and his past is tormenting him. Yeah. Oh, was, was Shooter raised by the mom? Okay, well, that, that'll that do it too. Well, I'm not saying that'll do it totally, but I'm just saying if the Shooter was with the mom and then he had any kind of dad interaction, he has no he has nowhere to turn. The mom can only do so much, and if he has a dad he's trying to lean on and the dad is that kind of person, I mean, it's just too much going on. Charlie Sheen, yeah, Charlie Sheen. If if Charlie Sheen wasn't rich, he'd be that guy right there. Yes, 100%. Charlie Sheen was also a dope fiend in engaging in the LGBT lifestyle, allegedly. Allegedly. But if he did not have money, then he'd be looking like, just like that guy right there. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And 
Um, there's a lot I could get into. Don't want to get into the Shane Robinson case. I kind of don't want to get into that one, really. That's kind of a sad case. But I'm going to talk about, I'll talk about it, but I won't talk about it too deeply. How about that? So Shane Carla Robinson, Shane Carla Robinson was, I think, what, 25 years old, took her friends with her to um, Cabo in Mexico. And she did not come back with them. They came back on the plane, but she did not come back with them. And I think they say that she had paid for them to go. The friend said she had alcohol poisoning, right? But when they did the autopsy, it came back that she had like blunt force trauma, like a broken neck and stuff like that. So if that's going on, oh, and she died. Like I, if I mentioned that part, she died. The friends left her in Mexico, came back to the U.S. after the, the vacation or whatever. They left, came back, left her there. They said that she was found by a housekeeper. It's a whole big mess. But anyway, the story was about alcohol poisoning. That wasn't true. They did an um, autopsy. They found a blood force trauma. Now they got to bring them back to Mexico to face charges. There's a warrant out for their arrest right now for their so-called friends. And... To talk about it just briefly before I move on, watch who you hang out with. If there's any kind of animosity, any kind of arguments, you shouldn't be having friends that you got to always argue with and go back and forth and beef with. That shouldn't be going on at all. That shouldn't be happening. If you got arguments and big blowouts with your friends, is that is that your friend really? A disagreement here and there, maybe. But full-on arguments or a little bit of envy and jealousy, Get away from that. Get away from it. <clears throat> and that's part of the reason why I say people call me and say, hey, man, you know what? I'm conservative now. I lost friends and family. It's like, so what? So what? It's, it's fine. You know what I mean? Because if you're conservative and that's enough for somebody to not be friends with you anymore, then was it, was it your friend to begin with? A, a true friend is a true friend. They're going to be with you regardless. I mean... Not all the time. If you decide to just start killing people, <laughs> that's different. But, okay, you conservative now. That's enough for not me. I don't care if you're liberal, conservative. As long as you're just a cool person, I rock with you regardless if you're my friend, for real. But, yeah, that case, you can't bring everybody with you. You can't be everybody's friend. Sometimes you got the childhood friends, old friends that shouldn't be your friend. It can sometimes, but it can't sometimes. And you got to be able to have discernment to understand who could be your friend and who can't be. Because you don't want to be like Shankola Robinson and you touch on in Mexico. Within 24 hours, you get killed by your so-called friends. And they go back home and they leave you right there to die. They, they don't even care about trying to bring your body back to the States or just leave you. Make up a lie about how you die and all that. It's crazy. But I digress. Um... Be careful who you, you know, you hang out with. Be, be very careful. Careful where you go, who you hang out with, all that good stuff, you know, because you don't want to have anything where you, you caught yourself in the, in, the, in the wrong situation, wrong place, wrong time. And also the Virginia shooting, briefly, y'all know I'm from that area. Like, that's my neighborhood where the, where the Walmart shooting happened. I'm from that area. Like, I grew up in Portsmouth, Virginia before that. So when I was like 14, I came in Chesapeake. And I came right there to that particular area. That Walmart's on North Battlefield. That's like right in between Greenbrier, Kempsville, and then like Capistella, South Norfolk. It's all like right close to that Walmart. Very busy Walmart. 
I used to work at the Sam's Club back in the day in 2001 when I was 16. Um, and then I worked at Garden Ridge. That became at home. So that's all right there. You got the Sam's Club, the at home, the Dollar Tree, and then Walmart. I used to go up there all the time. I mean, like all the time. I used to work there. I used to shop there. It's a Vietnamese food spot right there. It's a Mongolian uh, barbecue, a Chinese food store. It's a GameStop. Everything is right there in North Battlefield. So I was there all the time. And I recognize some of those names, the people, the people that got killed. I don't know anybody that got killed, but I know people that know people that got killed. You know, it's like a degree of separation. A friend of mine knows a guy that worked there. And two of the guys were like right around my same age. One guy was like 38, my same age. Other guy was 42. And, I, and I've seen them before. I've seen that name before, but I can't quite picture it. But I've seen that name before. So I don't necessarily know anybody that got killed, but I know of people that know people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's right there in my neighborhood. But it was crazy. So the guy, the shooter had a manifesto, and he killed all coworkers. All coworkers. Nobody else in the store. He went to the break room and shot his coworkers. I think he killed like five or six people. It was crazy. And then he, then he did himself. At, he was on Facebook Live with one of the co-workers, and everything was all right. And then it wasn't all right. It was crazy. But you never know what's going on. Maybe medication would do something like that to you. I don't know. I have no idea. But the city is very safe. Great place to raise kids. Great place to live. Trust Pete, Virginia. Very nice place. That, that whole thing with the Walmart is kind of unheard of. You would see shootings sometimes in really bad neighborhoods, but not at a Walmart. You want to see like a fight maybe at a Walmart because it's very busy, very, very kind of like madhouse type vibe at, at times. A lot going on, but it's not a necessarily violent place. It's not quite that way. So, yeah. Yeah, the guy said he was bullied. Um, but one of the people that got shot had just started working there, 16 years old, a minor. You know what I mean? Just like me when I was 16 working at Sam's Club. You know what I'm saying? So how can he be bullied by a 16-year-old just start working there? I think that the guy was caught up in the crossfire. Wrong place, wrong time. But I did hear that he pointed his gun at somebody and said, hey, you, you go home. So he was very, he wasn't just shooting arbitrarily at a certain point, but maybe he was after he got so far into it. Yeah, that's called going postal, correct. Um, That's been, that, that happened one time before in Virginia. Remember the guy that shot the his um job up in Virginia Beach probably about three years ago, maybe? I remember that story too. Um, yeah, they go postal. They go to the job and just they just snap. That's not that's not it's not quite the same thing as a random mass shooting, but regardless of what, it still is very damaging. So rest in peace to all those that pass. Yeah, he, de- he definitely went postal. Correct. Yeah, you know what? Coworkers could be kind of evil. Um, I never had a corporate job and I knew that it would not really work for me. I got a quick story, quick personal story to shift a little bit away from the sad stuff. But okay, this is me fresh out of college, trying to be a normie, trying to get a regular job, right? <laughs> um, so I go interview with this person or this company and it's in their office during work hours. So it's like this glass office that we're in totally open, no blinds or nothing. It's a white guy around my age at the time. I'm like 21, 22, maybe 23, probably about 22 at the time. 
21 and 22. I'm, I'm a young man. He's like 25, 26, right? Now, I have one just regular type of casual business wear, white shirt, pair of slacks. I got on a pair of like uh, gold rim glasses. Not, 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 not anything that's too like pimpery. I'm talking about just like regular glasses you wear at a job. Not, not very big frames like this, but just like regular glasses. But anyway, we're having an interview and I can see people looking into the actual um, interview place. It's women in there. They're looking into the actual place. Some black women in there looking. He's like, hey, you dress, you dress very nice, aren't you? You're, you're pretty sharp dresser, aren't you? He's like commenting on how I'm dressed. It's like, hey, man, you dress really sharp, aren't you? But the way he was talking to me, it was like he was kind of envious of how I looked. I was like, yeah, man, you know, I try to just do my best for the, for the job, be, pro- be professional. And when he saw women looking into the actual office at us during the interview, the tone of the interview changed. He became a little bit more like trying to assert himself. You understand? Like he was trying to like be the more dominant person. Understand, I'm at this time, I'm a big person. I'm 6'3". I'm 200 something pounds. I'm, you see what I'm saying? And this guy was looking at me like I'm a, like I'm a, a threat to him. It was so weird. It was so, so weird. I knew right there it wouldn't work because of this guy having an issue with me. I'm in there just talking, answering questions about the job. Okay. I'm, I'm doing some basic office work and I could tell that it would be an issue right there with the guy. It was so weird. One more story. I've already said it before about the woman that was trying to um, come on to me. She had to been probably in her 50s. We have an interview. I go back for another interview. So I, I do three interviews. Everything goes well. I'm a charming guy when I talk to you. So interview's going very good. Energy's good. I got a job, right? The last time I go back, we have an interview, but this time it's like in her office. Before it was like outside the office in a more like a public walkway at a table. But the last interview was in her office. Close the door. No blinds or nothing. We just, we just in her office. And it's Friday, so it's like dress down Friday. So she had on this like kind of like lace kind of top. <laughs> that top was so old. It's like she went in the back of her closet, the back of her drawer from the 1970s and put that on and then she had it on and was like like she kind of like giving this look a little bit she was like <laughs> I was like okay um it was so awkward I knew what that was I knew it was okay you got the job if you can do x y and z for me I'm like you know what I'm cool I'm just trying to get a job I'm not trying to be in no sexual harassment I'm good so yeah <laughs> Real talk. I'm at the time I'm like, hold on, I'm like 21, 22 at the same time. She probably was like 50 something years old. I knew what that was. I'm not into that. I'm not into that type of lifestyle. I know what that is. I've seen it over and over again. I've been approached over and over again. I'm tall, black dude. I know, I know what it is. Let's not. I'm here to work. <laughs> I'm here to work, and that's it. So from those stories, I knew that the corporate life was not for me. It wasn't for me, not at all. Yo, that, that, that top was so old. <laughs> that top was so old. Imagine a wedding dress that's been in the closet for like 30 years, and it's like kind of brown. 
Oh man, top was so old. Man, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I was talking about my um opportunities in the job field when I was trying to be a, a normie working in corporate America. Y'all, y'all go through it in corporate America. Y'all go through it. The sexual harassment from the men and the women. Um, the the jealousy, the envy, the backbiting. And that those stories came from the whole Walmart shooting where the guy said he'd been bullied. Now, did he get bullied or not? I don't really know. But workplace bullying, harassment, brown nosing, Kamala Harrison, that goes on. That definitely goes on. And just from the interview process, I saw it. I saw it firsthand. Yeah. So that's that's what that is. Um, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Hey, if she's watching, she know I'm telling the truth. I ain't, I don't, I ain't, I ain't telling no lie. I ain't telling a narrow lie. But, I mean, for real, for real, that was, what, probably about 20 years ago, almost, maybe about 15, 20 years ago. So that lady probably about 75, 80 years old by now. <laughs> that lady probably about 75 years old by now, so it's fine. All right. Now, did I get to everything I wanted to get to? I think I did. I got to the um, Walmart, Shankola Robinson, Jerry Jones, Gay and Trump, Colorado, CBS News, all that good stuff. Man, that thing was so vintage. That that, that top, <laughs> vintage? No, that, that thing was just super old, crumpled up. It's like, can we at least get that... Um, Get a, get a little steamer on that, Jane. I was not really impressed. I knew what the, I knew what was going on right away. I was always a smart person, kind of just aware of my surroundings and what was going on and being able to kind of understand people. So I was a young man, but I, I knew what was happening. I was like, nah, we, we're good on that. Let's let's not <laughs> let's let's not do that. Okay, super chats on was she ugly? She was just nah, I mean, if I was 70 years old, she'd be okay. But I'm 21. She's like in her 50s. I'm like, nah. You know, okay, you can um you 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 can uh bring my grocery up at at, at, the, at the Walmart. You can um if I go to DMV, you could take my ticket at the DMV. You, you take you take my driver's license photo at the DMV, but to to do something else, I'm cool. <laughs> I am super cool. All right, super chats on deck. Let's get to the super chats. Uh, hold on. Shout out to O'Reilly. Shout out to O'Reilly who says, "Hold on, wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be." O'Reilly says heating bills will be high thanks to Joe. Correct. G Curry says, "When are you thinking about writing the book, bro?" I don't know, man. I always say I'm gonna write a book, but I gotta just do it rather than saying it. I gotta just do it. So I don't even want to talk about when I'm going to do it. I'm going to just do it and drop it on you. Like, boom. I'll be out here when they're talking about, hey, man, the book is live. Go get it. But I don't want to discuss it because I feel like I'm going to just keep discussing it and not get it accomplished. Thank you to Laura Catherine for your thumbs up donation. Thank you to Michael Critchlow who says, Elon said he would make his own smartphone if Apple or Google banned Twitter from the app stores. Thoughts? I mean, that's fine if he makes a phone, but how is it going to work? Is it going to be... Um, I mean, you can make a, you can make a store like there's no point in making the phone just for Twitter. All you got to do is 
get it straight from the website rather than being on the um the app store. That's easier than a whole new phone. But if the phone is available and it's a good phone, I buy it. If it's better than the iPhone and, and the um Android. But the iPhone, the thing about the iPhone is that you're kind of locked into it because people have it. Um, if you want to communicate with people, you want to you want to talk to people, you want to do business. Sometimes you, people don't want to have the green text. It's so weird. We're kind of held hostage by Apple iPhone in America. Although I have a, a Samsung phone as well for work. If it's a good work phone, I get it. If you could top this Samsung here, if you could top that, then I, I rock with it. But if not, then I don't see the purpose. Just let, let us download it from the store, from, from the website, rather than going through the app store. Thank you to Eric Barnes Marshall who says, Moses Fleetwood Walker became the first black major league player in 1984. He and a few other black men played at MLB before the barrier went up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jackie Robinson was, like, the first, like, recognized person, but he wasn't the first person. So you're right about that. Also, Eric Burns Marsh says, ABL, do you remember when in front of Congress, Senator Byrd said there are also white N-words too? I do not remember that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Also, Eric Burns says, I take a celebrity over a vegetable any day. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely over your man, uh, Creepy Sleepy Joe. Thank you to G. Curry for your donation. Thank you to Vicky who says, on his show, Fuentes said he felt embarrassed because Trump did not know who he was and felt was to bring him such a bad publicity. Uh, I'm so he was embarrassed that Trump didn't know who he was. Most normies do not know who Nick Fuentes is. Nick Fuentes has a very niche audience on the internet and that's it. He's not a very well-known person beyond that. He has a big following on the internet, but beyond that, he doesn't. You ask a regular normie uh, voter who Nick Fuentes is, they have no idea, but Donald Trump, they know Donald Trump is and Kanye, they know a little bit, they know Kanye too, but not Nick Fuentes. Thank you to Joe Brandon, who says, hey, ABO, thanks for being you. Thank you for that. Thank you to Block K MIT, who says, why is Chesapeake shooting just being forgotten by the media? They don't fit the narrative. The narrative is white guy, AR-15. Um, that's the whole narrative they want to push. But since that's not the case, then they don't want to talk about that anymore. Thanks to my man, Coach 99, who says, I'm going to be very blunt. 99% of Kanye's problems are caused by Kanye. All he has to do is make music or design and sell clothes. His personal decisions are what drag him down. He needs a life coach. Yeah, you know, guys like Kanye become so rich that they don't want to have anybody around them that speaks negatively about what they're doing. They have yes been around them. So whatever he does is not going to get checked because there's nobody to do it. There's no, there's no checker there. That's what it is. Man, he could, he could get a life coach, but... He's going to pay the life coach. So automatically, there's going to be an incentive for the life coach to do well. Meaning, tell Kanye whatever Kanye wants to hear. Or you're going to get fired and not get that big Kanye West check. It's so it's so messed up. He's in the prison of his own making because he refuses to open up and accept proper criticism. It's It's kind of sad, honestly. But he still has flashes of greatness. That gets a hollow boy for life who says, LMAO, I could just hear the old 70s prime music at the last interview. But I took a while, wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Greenspring says, ABL, do you know if Andy Fox, maybe TV 10? Yeah, no, I don't know about Andy Fox. Yeah, I, I grew up with Andy Fox. Good old Andy and, and Bruce Rader, Tom Shad, the whole team. Yeah, Alvita Yule, when she was on there, I think she was on maybe TV 10. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the guy though. Andy Fox, hilarious person. He got caught up in, in some drinking, but I say forgive him. Nobody got hurt in the situation if I if I'm not mistaken. Forgive him. He's a human being. Yeah, big Andy Fox fan. Hilarious person. Actually, he should be he should be like a a, a national figure, not just, you know, Virginia locally. He should be a national figure. Andy Fox. Matter of fact, let's see if I can find the Andy Fox clip right quick for you guys who do not know who he is. Let me see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Road Rebels. Wow. This, this is an old one right here. Hold on. Let me see if I can see this right here. Drunk some, but I... Obviously, the investigation is going to be going on for a while. I'm here right now with my colleague, Andy Fox. Uh, he obviously has covered uh, Virginia Beach for a long time. And Andy, have you ever seen anything like never, this? Never. You know, I've always said we've been blessed so far not to have active shooter situations like this. I was at, uh, I was listening to you talking about uh, employees. And that, that was back um, and the last time where somebody went and shot up their workplace in Virginia Beach. That was like three years ago. So that was that's Andy Fox right there. 86, he's been covering the news. So my whole life, really, since I've been a little boy, he's been in, in, in Virginia. Hold on. Here's some stuff about Road Rebels right here. 25. You what we see the good, the bad, and the ugly. We don't know what we're gonna see. You'll see it when we see it. We don't know who we're gonna meet. We don't know what we're gonna see. We don't know the crashes we're gonna see. But I'll tell you what, it's gonna be a great ride. So climb aboard. Primetime Road Rebels 24-hour ride coming up right now. <laughs> Andy Fox, you got you got to just you got to just watch him all the time. He's a, a a complete a treasure to Virginia for sure. Jay Leno, Newt Gingrich, <laughs> yeah, that he has that that face. I'm telling you, he could be on national TV. He'd be a hit for sure. For for sure, my man. That's my favorite news person. From Virginia, Andy Fox. All right, thank you to Team Num Nut. I can't read your name, man. I've got little kids watching. Team Num, how about that? Who says, AB, I love your content. Keep fighting the good fight. First Amendment and Second Amendment for the win. Peace. Thank you for that, man. Appreciate you. All right. We have um, calls to get to here. Yeah, Alex Stein. He reminds me kind of Alex Stein a little bit. Be fan of Alex Stein as well. It gives me the the um, Andy Fox type of vibes for sure. It gives the Andy Fox type of vibes. Yeah, so Jay Leno did get burned, and they they put out a picture. Um, it's not too bad, but if you any kind of way screamish, don't look. But he wasn't like in the picture. He wasn't in the bed. He's up and you know you know hanging with the nurses and all that good stuff. Of course, you know what I mean? You got to hang out with the nurses. So here's a picture. And again, I warn you, it's, it's a little graphic, but not really. So that's him right there. You can see where he got burned right there on his neck and then part of his lip. But he's okay. He got his, he got his jean shirt on as normal. You know, the old school got the pockets with your glasses in one pocket, phone in the other front shirt pocket. Hair looking luxurious as always, but you can see where he got injured right there on his face. But he seems to be doing pretty well. Shout out to Jay Leno, big fan of his as well. You know, big fan of his, but 
Luckily, he did not get injured more severely than that. His ear and his eye wasn't hit, so it's just wounds on his on his lower chin, his neck, and part of his lip. So yeah, he'll he'll be okay. He'll be okay. So shout, shout out to Jay Leno for surviving. What happened was one of his cars exploded when he was underneath it working. So when it exploded, he had like kind of like shield himself and prevent you know from getting the rest of his body um, damaged. He's alive, exactly. That's the main thing. He's he's alive. He's living. He just got burned, a little bit of burn damage, but he'll be okay. So yeah, shout out to the nurses too. They they you know they got to get in the picture, of course. All right, but um, we got calls to get to. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. And there's also an email for Skype if you want to be right here. In the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, that'll be in the box. If it doesn't work right, don't blame me. Blame the white man because no, you know it's not my fault. And let's go ahead and get it rocking and rolling. Again, a number to call, 434-658-1220. All right. 918, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, baby? Baby Scott from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, it's good. It's all good, man. Just enjoying this nice climate changing weather. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's a great show as always. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I love that CBS finally reported the story on Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, it only, it only took him two years. To do right. that, yeah, yeah, only two but, years, no big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they finally did it. Yeah, they finally did it. But the one thing I wanted, I did want to talk about, was uh, Joe Biden's climate reparations. Have you heard about that? I've not heard about that. All right. It's not being reported. I saw it on, I think it was on, was it on Guffeld? was a five on Fox a few days ago. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden and his administration are going to pay billions of dollars to poor countries because we've been messing up their weather because we're such big polluters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know who else is on that list? Who's that? China. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so we're going to be paying billions, billions of dollars to, to poor countries and be like, hey, we're sorry, we're, we're polluting the world, you know, and even though we're not the biggest polluters, China is. Uh, and dude, I can't tell you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I mean, you know, China and India are very big polluters, but somehow they don't really have all this, uh, this, uh, this woke stuff going on. They can pretty much do whatever they want. It's like, we kind of just, uh, we just send the pollution over there. Mm-hmm. And now we're giving them money saying like, ah, oh, it's our fault, you know? 
It's yeah, we're sorry guys that we're polluting so much. There's <laughs> there's a couple billion, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Uh let me give a shout out to my girl Vampy who I know is listening and my girl in the chat, One Hope. She's really cool. And I love your show, dude. And love everybody watching and listening and have a good night, buddy. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Later, dude. All right. Great call. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all of that good stuff. Let's go ahead and get 602. You're online. I'm speaking to. I'm going to find you. Pick a plane. Yeah, ABL, I have a simple question. Okay, hold on. Before, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, okay. turn turn the stream down in the background for me, please. Okay, I'm sorry. I have a question in regards to Tennessee. What are the good house rates and land for the? What's the location? Because I want to move there. Okay, so you said the good house rates and land. Yeah, the the cost. Um, I'm not I'm looking sh- for about five. huh, like about fifteen acres, like about fifteen acres. Well, I don't really know about that. I mean, do you know what part of the state you want to live in, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Just so much as uh, next to BML for the horses. You said you said where now? Yeah, the 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 just out in the rural. Off the grid type thing. We just wanted to hide from the Democrats. Okay, half an Democrat. My friend said, "Yeah, so can you shoot me in a direction?" Uh, you could do East Tennessee, East like you could do um, the Chattanooga outskirts, maybe even the Knoxville outskirts. Um, those are pretty good areas to be because you get some of the mountainous areas. You kind of off the grid, and but you have the access to the city, so. If you go toward Nashville, it's more of a flat type area, but you get the access to the really big city and pro football, all of that. If you want it, you can just drive out there. So I would say east of the sea, you get more of the mountain and the scenery. You can be close to Dollywood, go up in the mountains. It's very nice up there. But Nashville is closer to like a more of a flat area. So I would say east of the sea first, for sure. Do, aim that way, you'll be, be totally fine. Town. Huh? Do you have a worse town in Tennessee? Memphis. Do not go to Memphis. Do not go to Memphis. Okay, cool. Thank you so much, ABL. Love your show. Love you. And congratulate for all you do. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye-bye. All right, yeah. You guys out there, do not go to Memphis. Um, Nashville is a blue city but not really nashville is very good i like i love nashville like nashville is like a safe atlanta <laughs> for real seriously um it's it's blue but you're not really going to feel it because it's surrounded by red like literally surrounded by red it's it's not it's not quite like blue 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 it's more of a red place one speaking to you on line three three one uh, can you hear me? Hello. Uh, this ABL line. You, you're on live right now. Turn your screen in the background for me, boss. Uh, 
Oh, my bad. Hey, man. Hey, Bill, can you hear me? I hear you well. Okay, man. Hey, look. Hey, bro, I, I, I appreciate your show, man. I, I love what you're doing. And I think uh, us as Americans, we got to stop voting for free stuff and we got to vote for freedom. And uh, the Democrats only offer us free stuff. And, they, and, and the American people, they don't realize that it comes uh, at expense of their freedom. And, uh, yeah, I've been realizing a whole lot of that over the past year or so. And, uh, yeah, it's been super noticeable, in my opinion. Uh, how do you feel about that? About what specifically? About um, free, free, dumb, right, that I mean, free stuff? About, yeah, about, us, about Americans in general voting for free stuff over freedom. Do you think that that's part of it? Or do you think I'm just kind of going out of there on the limb? No, I think you're right about that. I think that that definitely plays into it because people just – you know, they, they think they can get something out of something, something for nothing, basically. It's like, okay, I'm going to vote, and then I'm going to just get free things mm-hmm. rather than going out there and being able to work for what you have and cherishing it that way. I think that's, yeah, I think that's 100% the case. And you know what? I think that's how they're easily sliding their way into making us a socialist country. Yeah, for sure. That's I think that's what they're doing, man. That's just my opinion, bro. But look, I love your show, man. My wife put me on your show. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be on your show, man. Um, yeah, so, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right, bro. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Yeah, that, that was a good win. Free stuff over freedom is what they want. Three six zero, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Ben. How's it going? It's all good, man. What's happening? How's it going, Anthony? It's all good. Hey, so uh, I I had a couple questions for you. Um, I live up here in the um, you know Western Washington, and I uh, I live kind of in a spot where basically I'm in between like, you know, the Seattle area and Bellingham area slash, you know, um, the Canadian border. And my thoughts are, is that I feel that, uh, Washington has gone to a dark place, uh, when it comes to certain counties. Mm. Um, I feel like the state itself is actually pretty red, but there's a couple areas that are really blue. And my thought process is, is what is your take on, um, I guess, uh, the, the second amendment would be a good one. Um, and then, uh, how do you feel about, I guess, living in a, um, I don't live in a big city. I, I, I actually worked really hard and, and I, I, uh, did a lot of things to make sure I was not in a big city. And I just am curious whether or not you live in a big city or if you feel like living on the outskirts of town, um, and you were looking from the outside in, uh, what's your opinion on, on your view of, those types of things. So about what, like, like big city living? Yeah. Big city living versus, you know, living on the outskirts. Um, 
my my opinion is that I feel like me and a whole bunch of other people um, sit on the outside of these big cities and we are looking from the outside in and we see the problems that are going on in the cities, but yet I'm so close to the cities within 60 miles. Um, how do you, how do you, what, what is your opinion and how can we help maybe change um, uh, the views of being on the outside? I, I'm a, I, I like duck hunting. I, I like uh, um, I like to actually hunt for my food. I see the point of hunting for food, um, but there's a lot of people out there that that don't get the chance to do that. What? How, how do you view that? I mean, I think it's cool to have that option to be able to go hunting and fishing and whatever you want to do. But people they need to have that type of upbringing, so they have to they had to kind of grow up and join it. I think we need to have more like 4-H and Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, stuff like that to get people involved in that type of living rather than just concrete jungle city living where they don't ever experience anything like that. So when they get to be 25 years old, they can't change the tire. They, they're not, they're not really, they don't have those skills. You got to have those skills early. So that, I think that, that can be done even in a city environment, especially like somewhere like, you know, Pacific Northwest, you should be able to go a little bit outside of the city and do stuff like that if you're living right in the, the middle of it. Yeah, well, uh, Anthony, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been watching your watching your uh, content for for quite a while now, and um, uh, what I, I think I think the question is is where is the disconnect? Where can we actually come together from an outside point of view? I guess. To, to, to help bring um, people that do not understand, I guess, the outside of the city life jungle to understand what it's like to live on the outskirts or, you know, further out and have to get your own food or have to rely on um, uh, your own survival. I mean, like I said, you got to get people how, from... How do we bring that together? I guess the question is, is is how do we how do we help each other without uh, um, raising arms? I guess because a lot of people inside the city seem to think that we're just out here just being weirdos and whatnot, you know. Yeah, but I think, the truth is, I think we're just we're just uh, just average normal people. You know what I mean? Right. Now I got you. Yeah, man. So like I was saying, you got to get people from an early age to really be interested in it because, you know, the old saying goes, can't teach old dog new tricks. When somebody's already an adult, it's kind of hard to really have them think differently about something like that, about survival skills, hunting, fishing and whatnot. So get them when they're young and just have more organizations like that, more um, more things for kids to be involved with after school programs, things of that nature. So it's not only just about. Uh, the technology, it's about some hard skills as well, not just soft skills. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, man, get kids more involved at an early age. That's what you got to do, man. You're trying to get one of these uh, 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 um, soy latte sippers to be involved in hunting. It ain't really going to work out too well for you. All right. 812, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 
Hi, ABL. It's Winnie. How are you today, sir? It's all good. What's happening? Oh, not much. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Everything was good. Just got, you know, got some got time to relax and rest. So it was good. Good, good, good. R&R. There you go. Well, well, um, I did watch that documentary, Suddenly uh, Died Suddenly. And I just want to say everybody should take the hour and a half out of your day and just watch it when you have time. Very insightful. Stuff that you're not going to get from, you know, obviously on mainstream. So oh, I just yeah. wanted to share that with everybody. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard that quite a bit. It's got it's gotten rave reviews. I've not seen it yet, but I will watch it for sure. You said, hey, yeah. go check it out. I'm definitely going to do it. It is on YouTube too. By oh, okay, the way. cool. Not oh really? Not I'm, just I'm, on Rumble. I, I'm surprised. Yeah, they yeah like, it's on. I, I'm very surprised Dude, because I, something like that would normally. I be, am. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I honestly, I am. I was shocked. I was thinking that I was going to have to buy it. You know how like. 2000 mules and then um yeah. you know uh what was there's been a couple other ones that you've had to buy oh like um uncle tom part two that was phenomenal by the way um Thank you. but no i was on youtube and i was i was like okay i wonder how long it's going to be up who knows but it is up there right now so i suggest everybody should go check it out oh definitely sure. we'll do <clears throat> all right well I will let you get back to your call. So I just wanted to share that with everybody and I hope everybody has a good night. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. You too. Okay. So the movie he's talking about was called Die Suddenly. Now I was showing that. Well, I didn't show the actual movie. I was showing like a movie poster of it. Um, I'll put it up one more time. So Die Suddenly is about the vex and the injuries that have happened as a result of the vex. Okay, I'll put it up in a minute. Make it to the next call. 860, oh, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's up today, Ranger Xbox, buddy. All right, man, what's going on? Uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit about that uh, FTX uh, scam. Oh, yeah. Right, us of our tax dollars. Right. Uh, any, anyhow, uh, do you know who his parents are? Yeah, I've, I've I looked into them. I think his father works at or worked at MIT. Stanford, Stanford. law professors. Okay, his mom is at the, is a law professor, right? Well, yeah, one of them works at Stanford as a law professor, and uh, they just spent one hundred eighty-one million dollars buying uh, uh, some sort of uh, real estate complex down there in the Bahamas. Isn't that special? Yeah, I think um, that the guy, the, the young guy took out like $300 million in cash, like $300 million in cash just for himself. And then they put another hundred something million into the real estate. Like they, they siphoned millions of dollars out of this, this whole thing. And the investors, well, I, I don't know how they're going to get their money back. I, I don't really see it happening. They're not going to get their money back. This is, this was started by academia and our politicians because those professors have deep ties to uh, Pocahontas there in Massachusetts. So Elizabeth Warren and uh, so Ukraine was sending lot, investing lots of money into FTX to give to the Democratic and Mitch McConnell, my favorite 
rhino Republican. <laughs> and that's what he used that money for because he was directed by the Democrats on who to who to support and who not to support. And that's why he went against Trump during the midterms. Uh, okay, I but, see. Now you ready for the icing on the cake? All right, let's let's hear it. Uh, on your computer right now, type in Linda P. Fried or Freed. See what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so You're gonna love this. That, that, that's that's his mom. So what am I looking for exactly? No, 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 no. His aunt. Oh, she's an epidemiologist. Attached to the World Economic Forum and another high-level college professor. Ah. She's 71 years old. Linda P. Freed. Fried, Freed, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, funny how that all ties together, ain't it? Oh, hold on. She also is a columnist for MSNBC. There you go. Because <laughs> I, 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 I search her name and then I get columns that come up. On MS, on the, on the website has a name on it. There you go. It's <laughs> amazing how all that works, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's funny. Yeah, uh, we're being scammed big time. They're they're stealing our wealth away, and uh, I, for the life of me, can't understand how these pick up and see it. That you know, winter's coming. Uh, yeah, okay, you don't like Trump, but guess what? I don't have to like my paycheck to cash my check on Friday. I, I have to like my that, that paycheck cash is just as good whether I like him or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I just thought I'd drop some information on you. You have a great, great night, uh, great show. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, God bless America. You take care. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. You too. Bye. Very interesting. These people, they got so many connections. It's just kind of, you know, the political stuff, the media is all together. All right, now, so, call on 209. Hi, Anthony. This is Debbie from Arizona. All right, what's going on? I need your expertise advice. Okay. What do you think's going on here? Do you think we're going to get a whole new vote here in Arizona or what? Because you know good and well, everybody in the country loved Cary Lake. Don't you? I, I don't know about that. I think that she was very popular, but at the same time, okay, so you have people that don't like Republicans, Democrats that want to vote Democrat. Then you have people that want to vote Republican. Then you have those that are kind of swing and they're kind of in the middle. And that vote's kind of hard to predict sometimes. I'm not really sure how that vote's going to go in Arizona because the thing about Arizona is that you have a lot of influx of Californians out there too. So that's part of it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I was one of the people that was also uh, told to put my ballot in a box because all the machines were broke and that was my third location i went to mm. so you know carrie lake and abe they're both suing what do you think the chances are going to be uh, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on here it's, it's going to be hard to tell i mean it, it might last a very long time because we have to go through each ballot and do a lot of authentication and everything else so 
I'm not sure what I don't know what the outcome is going to be. It could be anything that happens, but I think that there will be a long process here to figure out the yeah yeah. Don't you? Okay, I got one more question. Do you think Katie Hobbs should have recused recused herself as a secretary <sighs> a good question. of state? Now, I'm not sure how that would work. I think maybe it probably would be because. If you're running in an election and you're also running in the election, there's a conflict right there, you see. But I don't know if if she says, okay, I'm not going to do it, who does it? I don't understand. I don't know how the process works. But I think that's definitely not a good thing to have, you, like, to have the person running the election be running in the election. That's not a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I say because, you know, she, you know, didn't recuse herself so that, you know, that's wrong. And then, and then one more thing is that she did an interview with a Hispanic gentleman and all she could do was go, uh, oh, uh, uh, you know, so she, and she didn't even debate Carrie. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to find out what you thought about it. So, I'll let you go, and thanks for being on because you're great. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, the whole Arizona thing was a mess. It's really embarrassing, too, because it's like, come on, this is 2022, First World Nation. We can't get these votes counted. I mean, come on. Florida, they were in and out. 7 o'clock that night, there was a wrap. They were done. So why can't that happen all over the country? Why is Arizona just so just mismanaged that, that way, you know? 405, you're online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Ebony, how's Desmond Oklahoma? How's it going? It's all good, man. What's happening? Uh, other than the craziness at work, I've been doing fine. How about you? Oh, everything's going good, man. Can't complain too much. Same here. Hey, um, this whole shooting in uh, Colorado has been kind of sparking my interest a little bit, but um, um, I just want to ask you a question. Do you know that um, Colorado has a gun, uh, red flag laws for guns? You said you said where now, Colorado? Yeah, they have red flag laws. Do you know that? I did not know that. Well, apparently about a year and a half ago, the, the shooter did some craziness with a, a boom boom towards his mother and he didn't get his guns confiscated. Hold on, wait a minute. So he had guns before? Yeah. Oh. So there was a red flag law. He had his guns confiscated, but he still went on a, on a mass shooting? Yeah, he didn't get the guns confiscated. He, he, he did or he didn't? Did not. Oh, okay. So, all because he made a home homemade boom boom. If you know what I mean. Okay, I got you. So, okay. So, did did he buy a gun? Or he he made made his own gun at the house. I think he had his own guns before his issue with his mother, and I'm I'm not for sure. It's kind of vague on the details. I mean, somebody from um twenty. Turning Point USA made a, made like a minute and a half video and told me the story and I kind of watched it twice. So I kind of got the details. So it was kind of 
short and vague as possible, but you may want to turn it, watch one of their videos on Facebook. So I, I kind of got my information from them. So you may want to watch one of their videos on Facebook. Okay. I mean, that's what they, I got my information. So if you guys want to take my word for it, just watch it from them. So, and this whole non-binary issue, I got that information from Kevin Sorbo, the guy who played Hercules back in the 90s, which is an amazing actor. In my point of view, I mean, he's probably the most sane actor I follow nowadays, unlike George Takei. I mean, he's gone crazy. I mean, he hasn't said a word about this shooting in Colorado. Right. Only thing... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. He only thing he's been tweeting about Trump bad, Trump bad. Oh, uh, crazy politicians saying anti this, anti that. Come on, George. Say something positive about America for once. I mean, this country is giving you more opportunities than anything else. Right on. I mean, I mean, he still thinks he's oh, he's oppressed. I mean, come on. I'm probably more oppressed than he is. Right now, I feel you. I hear you. Well, I need to get so um, I need to I, I need to work on a few things here and uh, keep up the good work and uh, I hope you have a great holidays and a happy New Year's. If I don't talk to you till till then, okay. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, bye. All right, shout out to the caller. And let's get to the video. I did find a video he was talking about, but the, the turning point video about the red flag. Uh, let's check it out right quick. Give me a second, put it up on the screen. And can we get ammunition? Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Don't let's let's not talk too fast now. Come on. Let's let's do things right. Okay. Put you over there, and then let's not have all that showing. Let's go ahead and roll it here. A 22-year-old gunman fired shots in an LGBTQ club on Saturday, November 19th. He brought in an AR, a handgun, multiple magazines, and ammunition. Two patrons heroically attacked the suspect, stopping the shooting. As a result, five people were killed and 18 people were injured. If you've noticed, I didn't say the suspect's name because screw him. What's developing? Colorado has red flag laws. However, over a year and a half ago, the suspect was allegedly threatened his mom with a homemade bomb, so much so that his neighborhood had to evacuate and bomb squad had to come but his guns weren't confiscated. President Biden's response is to push Congress to pass an Equality Act, which basically bans discrimination against people of gender identity and sexual orientation. He also continues to say that we need to get semi-automatic rifles off the streets. My take on this, the Equality Act, what what is that going to do? Okay, so basically he had a, a homemade bomb and then threatened his mom with it, but they didn't take the guns away? Although there's red flag laws, but how does that, I, I'm not sure how that re, will really, will really work. Basically, I think the, the, the moral of the story is there's laws in the books that aren't even really enforced. So what's the purpose of trying to enact more? I guess that's the whole thing. So the guy already had guns and did he use a gun that he had before to go do the shooting at the, at the club? I mean, that's what she's saying. That that nose that that the nose ring is killing me though. That the nose ring is wearing me out. 
<laughs> it's like I'm trying to listen, but it's like, come on, let's let's tighten it up a little bit. But yeah, shout out to Turning Point though. Shout out to Turning Point. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> the number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero again four three four six five eight one two two zero. Oh, so he was on the watch list, of course. The Federalists knew about him. That's how that's how it always is, ain't it? Always. They always know about these guys before they go out there and go postal, really. Not always, but a lot of times they know who these guys are. Yeah, they already been to the house. They already then took him away. They already locked him up. They already then it's always. Always, always. So Mike Obi says with red flag laws, that family member has to report. Nobody reported. But it's like wouldn't that, wouldn't that automatically be considered a report if they come to the house, if the police come to the house? I don't know. Or or maybe they have to report that, that the person has guns and then they can enforce the red flag laws. Like, okay, he has guns, he's acting up, blah, 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 take him. So maybe that maybe that's it. Yeah, the nose ring should be like a little bit more subtle. You got a hoop nose ring, that's a little much. Do the Tupac, like somebody said, do the Tupac little dot. That's totally fine. But the the big nose ring, you're getting into the category of you might as well have a lip ring right there or a tongue ring or something. That's just very distracting. But shout out to her, though. All right. Show, show the ring cam footage. Ring cam footer. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and restart Skype because I'm not getting. Yeah, let's go ahead and restart Skype right quick. It was it was going good for a long time. It was it was fun while it lasted. Let's start to start that one more time. If you, got, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Let's go ahead and restart Skype right quick and keep on rocking and rolling. Okay, so they showed the, the ring can put it to the last interaction. Okay, I see. That's what they did. <laughs> Live start wearing those rings. But yeah, also the the septum, you guys see that too? Like the the that's like the I don't know. I like the the more soft stuff. When it's like kind of big, it's like, all right, what are we doing? Are we gonna are we going Barnum and Bailey? Are we are we gonna be like in the in the movie or something in Hollywood? Like what's what's actually happening here? Are we a video game NPC? What's going on? I don't know what the whole thing about the nose rings is with women. I don't I don't really understand. It's just like fads and fashion, things that men don't really understand, we don't know about. They just do it. It's like, whatever. Yeah. No face ring. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the bull ring. <laughs> you making the cow emojis. A toe hook for your head. Yeah, that's pretty much what that is. All right, but a number to call, 434-658-1220. If I'm getting calls, it's not coming in, so I, I give it a little bit to, to – sometimes it'll do that. Sometimes I'll get a lot of calls, and then it'll stop because I think Skype has its own problems going on. So that's just what that is. There's also an email in the description uh, you can get on right here in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. I ain't going for a while. I'll just talk to you guys in the chat. Drop some major hint in the comments. Oh, the lip – yeah, I remember the lip rings. Lip rings, it, it's just bad. And then when you see them from far away, it's like, is that is that a lip ring or is that something else? I can't really tell what that is. It doesn't really look too appealing to me. All right. So there we go. 
Call your line, speaker two seven three one. Do what? Can you hear me? Yes. All right, what's going on? <clears throat> oh, uh, I was calling to touch on the, the Mustang. Uh, anybody ever remember, recall a uh, uh, video come out years ago, back in the early, mid-80s, of the Nostradamus, uh, spoke on Mabus and the relation of being Musk, Elon Musk. You said you said who now? No, Elon Musk. But then who else? Mabus uh, from a Nostradamus video, a documentary uh, years ago, back in the early mid eighties. That ring a bell for anybody? I'm not familiar with it. Not familiar with it? No. Um, he, he's supposed to be the uh, the third Antichrist. Oh, okay. So is that tied to Elon Musk? Yes, yes. That's what I'm trying trying to say. That's the closest thing that uh has ever came to anybody people's trying to relate to like match uh Obama and Bush together to create that, but it don't it don't it don't it don't connect. Yet, you know <clears throat> in the Nostradamus videos he always referred to Hitler as history. And Musk is the one that's coming out and is seems to be playing both sides of the card. So, do you think he's the Antichrist? Ah, uh, quite possible. Okay, so why why him specifically and not anyone else? Because there's other guys that kind of fall into that same category of, like you said, playing both sides of the fence. Why Elon Musk specifically? Uh, because he's coming out, he's playing both sides of the card. He's coming out with free speech, but he's he's uh, also doing this other thing. And now everybody's like uh, the left is hating on him, and he's fighting both sides of the card. Okay. So, what do you think about that, or anybody, any of the listeners or callers or whatnot? Uh, you, you you get some comments in the in the in the comments in a while. I mean, me personally, I really don't know. I think there's other guys that do things similar to what Elon Musk is doing. I don't think he's the only one yeah. that has had that type of you know. So I'm not really sure well, that. No, yeah, I I agree. I agree 100. He's not the only one, but the the name Musk versus Mabus, Hitler um, versus Hitler. Okay, that's the connection I'm making. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I mean, there, I guess it could be something there. I don't, I'm not sure. I really see it myself, but I, I see your your viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's just a something that's uh, got uh, kind of hit home with me years ago, and I watched it a long, long time ago. Like I said, early back in the early mid '80s, it was a the man hope. The Man Who Saw Tomorrow, Nostradamus video, documentary, whatever. And he come up with the, uh, which 
everybody's got their Nostradamus thing, you know, keep, every time something happens, you know, he comes out, you know, he predicted that. But this was uh, in the early mid-'80s, and he predicted the World Wide Web, thing, or the, said the Earth would be covered with a spider web, whatever, before the, the Internet was actually a thing. And the end result was the third Antichrist at the end but was Mabus. Okay. Well, it's very interesting, man, but thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Final line speaking to 757. Yeah, Mr. Logan, Chesapeake Bob here. How you doing? It's all good, man. What's happening? I'm just uh, sitting around letting you know that I'm still alive. I was not in Walmart this week. Very good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a question. Have you ever had a deep fried turkey? A deep fried turkey, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of them? Oh, I love them. They they they're amazing. Um, I I I don't I I wouldn't I wouldn't do it myself because it's a little dangerous. But if I can get one, uh, I love it. I've uh, I'm just letting the rest of, the, of your audience know that if they've never had a deep fried turkey in their life, they need to go get one because. I personally do deep fat fried turkey for Thanksgiving and Christmas every year, half of the last twenty five years. So do you put them in the in the in the fryer with the, the oil and everything outside? Yeah, absolutely outside. <laughs> Either that or in my garage. Right, right. But yeah, it's about and I here's the secret. Here's the secret. You gotta use peanut oil, not vegetable oil. Uh. Anyhow, uh, as you know, we've had a um, rather eventful week here in Chesapeake. But uh, I actually kind of blame Walmart on this a little bit. And this is some information that's filtered through their local news and may have not gotten out to the other ones. Um, a little while back, Walmart changed their organizational, organizational structure titles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this guy went from being a manager, uh, a night uh, stocking manager, and his title became a little more inclusive, and they made him a team leader. Ah. Okay? And he actually put out a manifesto that the police have released, Chesapeake police have released, and he basically says whenever he got a demotion, I don't think they took any pay from him, but his other team members started joking and ribbing on him about this, and he just kind of, tripped off the line now i'm uh, no way uh saying that he is not responsible for this okay right. yeah but i think part of the woke culture is starting to slip in the walmart's organization so i don't hold them blameless yeah that's i, I see where you're coming from with that definitely um because when you're talking about the, the, your employee morale that means a lot not just to prevent any kind of violence or anything, but also just to keep things going the way they should go, keep work going the way they should go, keep your employees happy. So that, that could be part well, of it. That's true. Absolutely. I agree with that as a good leader. And I was a leader for a long time and I still consider myself somewhat of a leader. Uh, your, your morale of your people is one of the most utmost important things you can have. But if he perceived that he had been demoted, he could take that personally. He obviously did take this very personally. 
And he went and actually bought that pistol and those rounds that morning. Mm. So he went in there with the intent of, I don't know, justifying him himself, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that's some information that hasn't really gotten out. So yes, this man is absolutely guilty of killing these people, but I don't think that the, I think Walmart probably had sort of like a military chain of command. Most big companies do. And then they tried to bring in some, some woke ideology and say, okay, we're going to rename some of these positions to make the, make people feel more inclusive. I don't take, he's a hundred percent guilty of what he did, but I think that that organizational change that they just recently made, and I don't work at Walmart, but I've heard about it probably brought about some of this. Yeah. I just didn't know if you were aware of that. No, I didn't know about that at all. I didn't know about that, but that, that does, that does make sense. I mean, he had worked there for, I think, 10 years and had started, you know, as a stalker and worked his way up the chain of command to become the manager. And then they, they you know, mid-sentence flipped the game on him. And, it, you know, some people are not very strong mentally, you yeah. know, can't handle it. Right. So anyhow, I wanted to just call in and, and uh, let you know about that little information that you will not hear anywhere else. Right, of course, I've, I've not heard it yet until right now. My first time hearing it right now today, so you're, you're correct. All right, sir. You have a good night. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Bye. Yeah, I didn't hear about that part. But what I also heard was that there was other threats, like at a Target right around the corner. They were threatening, like it was a, it was a, um, I don't know, I like, a, like a bomb threat or something, like. Somebody had a book bag on and people got really afraid after that. So it was a mess. Like that, that whole day, a couple of days after that, it was a mess out there in Chesapeake. Cause that's not something that you would normally see that that wouldn't normally happen out there in that particular part of the, the area, just a mass shooting, just randomly. That's not really normal. So it was a mess. All right, man, what's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, Anthony. Hey, it's Tyler. How you been, brother? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, I was thinking on uh, what what a uh, jailhouse. What do you suppose they're going to send that uh, non-binary they them uh, shooter there in Colorado? Where will he go? Oh, he's going go straight. Serve his time, man. He, he's going straight to the men's prison. They're not going to let that man go to the women's prison because it's a political thing. They don't really believe in the whole non-binary thing when it doesn't really fit the narrative. He's going straight to the men's uh, penitentiary immediately. Man, I was thinking if I if I ever go back to jail, man, I might roll that thing out next time. <laughs> get in there with the ladies, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> be like Brittany Griner. I know she's – that's another story. Right, right, right yeah. It might be a little different. She got there with doing a, hard labor. Yeah, I don't – you know, the story she's telling her wife might not be, you know what I mean? Uh, anyways, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, I was just wondering if they was going to keep denying this this person's truth or how that would work. Cause, I mean, I was thinking about losing the beard and trying that myself. <laughs> it's going to be tough to work on the voice, you know. But they, they don't care about. Don't have to change anything. They, they don't care about that. You've they, heard, you've heard, um, Bruce Jenner. You still got the, you know, the used car salesman voice on Fox News with complete, you know, head to toe female attire. So it wouldn't matter, but your voice didn't change. 
Yeah, that's quite kind of why I quit messing with Fox. I after hearing Hannity call, I just I can't deal with Fox. With Caitlin kind of ruined it for me, but uh, but I was going to give some advice. That fellow that called from from up there in Sasquatch Country in Bellingham, Washington State, <laughs> man, I would I would tell him, don't worry about them city people, man. Let them fools let them fools waller in their own stupidity. There's the same people that call us white trash, call us rubes and idiots and hillbillies. I've been called a hillbilly and an idiot and white trash my whole life. Man, let them idiots starve while we're out welding our stuff together, dropping trees over the highways to keep them people <laughs> from coming out to the country. You know what I mean? I know you're sitting tied up, tied up there on Lookout Mountain. You ain't far, about 200 miles north, Anthony. You come, come find me. You can get some fresh water anytime, bro. Right you on. take care and stay American, brother. Will do, man. Absolutely. All right, bro. Stay up. All right, now. Shout out to Tyler. Great call. Yeah, he had a good point. It's like, look, they want to keep calling us rednecks. I was that in the third. All right, well, look, you're going to be crying for this redneck to come save you when you, you didn't flood it in your house and you get you got, you got to find somebody with an 18 wheeler, 18 wheeler, but a, a, a pickup truck that got a, a, a all wheel drive. You and your your Prius, your, 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 um, Whatever kind of electric vehicle cannot get you out of that predicament. You're going to need me with the big pickup to come get you. So, all right, keep calling me all this. I'm going to be over here with the water. I'll be over here with the food. And you'll be over there with your electric vehicle, submerged in water. And it's going to, it's going to catch on fire. And it's going to be a wrap for wherever you live. 773, you're going to speaking to. ABL, it's your uh, retired Chicago police officer friend. How you doing? Everything's all right. How about yourself? See, ABL, this is what happens when you miss a couple of shows <laughs> for the holidays. It turns into the cooking channel and uh, the real estate channel. <laughs> so I have about $2,100. I'd like to buy 300 acres in a southern state. So if you could hook me up with that, i appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's going to that's be a long shot there. <laughs> You got to stay on point here, ABL. Right. Anyway, I wanted to call and just talk about the, uh, you know, the vaccine. Uh, we are in the trials for the vaccine. That's what that was. They rolled that vaccine out, mandated that everybody has it. Otherwise, you risk your livelihood. Uh, you're not able to go into a restaurant in New York City, da 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 da, all those things. And now they're backtracking on that. Meanwhile, healthy people in their 20s and 30s that were 100% healthy are now, you know, not everybody, but many, many people are unexplainably either sick or they are dying suddenly. And, uh, of course, you know, you can't sue Big Pharma for it, and they can backtrack all they want. It doesn't matter, but this is what happens when you just let the left, it's like letting the kids drive the school bus. You know, they don't know what they're doing. They think they do because they're on the school bus every day. So now they think that they can handle driving the school bus. And unfortunately, that's not the case. And they're driving us right off the cliff. I'm glad I didn't participate in it and let myself be vaccinated. But here's the thing. Some of my loved ones were vaccinated. People I care about were vaccinated, as everybody else knows people that were vaccinated. Not only that, what happens to 
you know, the blood supply, just like uh, during the AIDS uh, crisis back, uh, you know, 30 years ago, when they realized that, hey, you know, the blood's been, you know, the blood supply has been tainted. Here's the thing. So I get into a car accident. I need a blood transfusion immediately. They have this stored blood, uh, you know, somewhere that somebody gave them and the vaccine is in there. And then suddenly, you know, what happens, uh, you know, I survived this car accident and I die of this blood clots, you know, the three, four, five, six years down the road. It's, it's a little bit scary. It's, it's really the scary part is how they got control to be able to mandate this stuff. They were so positive and now they're not so sure. So they're going to backtrack. They were so positive that, you know, COVID came from, you know, the, those uh, open markets where they were eating bats. When in fact, we all know it was, it was developed in the lab and either by accident or on purpose, it was unleashed in, into society. Because you know what? It doesn't even have to be on purpose. Once you develop something, it can get out. That's what happens. Things happen and suddenly you got a huge, you have a huge problem. So that's my uh, dollar and a quarter there, ABL. Uh, great show. And get back to me on the, uh, you know, on some recipes and, uh, you know, that, that real estate that I asked you for. So, all right, I'll talk to you later, ABL. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Very well said. Very, very well said. Always a great call. Always a great call. And you guys are fantastic as always. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. Not one, two, you're in line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's going on, ABL? This is Joe Davis Media Network. How you doing, my friend? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, nothing, man. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Yeah, I did too as well. Uh, second thing is uh, we need to link up before the end of the year, man, me, you, and Jericho, so we can uh, give the viewers what they want. They've been blowing my channel up trying to find out when you're going to come back on there. <laughs> All right. No no doubt. Absolutely. But uh, I didn't call for that. I wanted to call to talk about the Walmart shooting. Uh, I covered that along with the uh, Shinquilla uh, Robinson case. I know that uh, usually, I know you say you don't look at other people's content whenever you're looking at those cases and stuff like that. until after the fact, um, I had discussed on the Walmart uh, sector, first of all, with uh, Andrew Bean, because I used to work at Walmart, is that uh, he, when he left his manifesto, that you can tell that this guy had a lot of psychological things going on inside of him. And it seemed like to me this was started way before he became a manager. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? That like you could actually tell that he had an internal fight. He was like, you know how some people can be an overachiever and they get to the point that they, they stress themselves out because they achieved one thing, but they haven't accomplished the rest of the social things that goes with the achievement. Uh -huh. And I, yeah. And I think that's what made this guy snap because he was socially awkward and, you know, he even said in that manifesto that he wanted a wife, but, you know, 
basically he felt like he didn't deserve one because he didn't know how to socially project himself to be appealing for any woman or whatever to talk to him. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. And also in the manifesto, he had a lot of issues with his uh, co-workers because his co-workers said that he was always on. You know what I'm saying? Like he was always the type of guy that he was always serious. He didn't know how to lighten up. He didn't know how to just do his job without being, you know, over the top. That makes sense. And on the Shaquilla uh, case, oh, sorry about my dog barking. On the Shaquilla, on the Shaquilla case, uh, he was uh, talking about. They were talking about what was going on with the Mexican uh, government. They have issued a red flag um, for one of the uh, girls that attacked this young lady. So basically. What that meant is is that with the arrest warrant and the red flag, even if they leave the United States, whatever country they go to, if it if they get you know caught up with any kind of their with their police, it's gonna come across their radar that Interpol says that you have to release them back to Mexico uh, ASAP. Wow. Yeah, and what I was also uh, researched on that is is that you can look that up too. Is that uh. In Mexico, they're different from the U.S. You know how in the U.S. you have the option of you can get charged with murder and all the other uh, things that you've done with it. They can make it concurrent. With Mexico, they don't do concurrent. They do consecutive. Uh So if they decide that they want to charge them not only with the the murder but with the robbery because they allegedly stole $10,000 from their, their friend, they could get time for that too so basically if they get you know they get the robbery then the murder okay you get a conviction for the murder and then the robbery it'd be back to back it wouldn't be at the same time yep be back to back no same time wow crazy boy and And they 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 deserve it yeah they do and also i heard too from the mexican uh there's some mexican youtubers that's been covering it too that they don't do on jury trials in Mexico. It's straight judge. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's no jury. It's it's straight the judge and the, and the prosecutor. And whatever lawyer, I guess they have on make this, that Mexico, um, they can afford or whatever happens. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much toast because a case like this, a lot of attention, uh, international attention, yeah, they're going to be pretty much toast with a, with a, with just a judge. Yeah. And the only thing that I say about that case with the Shaquilla case, which I'm glad now that I um got you on here, is I saw that the NAACP got involved. And here's my thing about that, uh, ABL. Do you think they got involved for a political reason? Because they haven't been involved in black-on-black issues with violence in years. Yeah, I mean, they it's, it's political. It's definitely political because, like you said, they don't want to, they don't really want to touch black on black violence. It got it kind of became really big on social media. So if they're not involved with it, then it's like, okay, why aren't you saying anything about this? It's injustice. Let's really get on it. So yeah, it's it's definitely a political thing, but more to just make themselves appear to be good and virtuous. So they don't exactly. ignore this, right? 
Yep, and I agree with you on that too. And last but not least, uh, I heard about Kanye West uh, going to uh, Trump. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to try to wrap this up because I know you got other callers. Uh, I personally feel like that Kanye West need would be a better adversary, a better advocate for the conservative movement by just being Kanye and just being a cheerleader for Trump and a cheerleader for us having conservative values. Because him running president, being a president, I don't see it. Because my thing is, he is not stable upstairs. You know what I'm saying? And right now what we need is we need a stable, focused uh, person that's not going to flip-flop. If you notice Kanye, if Kanye get any kind of stress, he wants to flip-flop, then he wants to flip back. You know what I'm saying? And that's, to me, that's not gonna, that's not good for the country. I agree, 100%. And uh, also, if you don't mind, I want to uh, give you a shout-out for, I see you're almost at a million subs, man. Keep up the good work. And uh, if you don't mind me uh, blasting my channel right quick so anybody want to see any uh, recaps of us working together along with Jericho, anything like that. Go for it. Uh, you can catch me on YouTube, Joe Davis Media Network. Uh, like I said, I've worked with ABL. I've worked with Brandon Tatum. I work with everybody except for Candace Owens. That's my <laughs> that's my dream. If I get to Candace Owens, I think I'm I, in Trump. I think I made it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, again, thank you very much, ABL man, and I'm definitely promoting you every chance I get, bro. And again, happy holidays to you and your family, man, and stay strong and stay giving out that wisdom, brother. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. You're welcome. All right. Great call. Fantastic call. So, yeah, the people that um, allegedly killed Shankola Robertson is pretty much a brat for them. They're, they're toast. And, and Kanye should just be somebody that helps. He shouldn't be trying to run for president. He shouldn't be trying to play these games because it's not helping. He's not stable. I like Kanye, like I said, but we know he's not stable. Um. He should just kind of fall back and help us rather than trying to be self-serving like that because that's not going to really help him, in my opinion. It's not. He's trying to be self-serving, but in essence, he's going to be self-destructing, destructive. So what's the purpose? Just you be better off just trying to be a cheerleader for us and helping us. That'll help you more. That'll help us more. It's just it is what it is. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Yeah, the million subscribers is like, I know what I got to do to keep to get to it. I know exactly what I got to do to get to it. It's going to take a little while, perhaps, but I'm going to get there for sure. All right. 801, you're on the Oh, I guess 801 hung up. Now a little bit too slow to the, slow to the trigger on that one. All right. All right. 801, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Jason. All righty. What's happening? Um, not much. I'm just calling in. You know, I I, I had a uh, a Twitter account, and it's, I don't know if this is off a little off subject, but on Election Day Monday, I woke up and my Twitter account was permanently suspended. And I, all I do is just kind of hang out and I talk online and I just have like 
conservative conversations, kind of like, you know, with you here, listening to you. And I'm just, I, I can't reinstate my, my Twitter account. And um, I mean, the thing that's really kind of odd to me is that Twitter, you know, has like blood, gore, all types of different pornography, but and, and other really disgusting things on Twitter, but you can't be a conservative where you speak your mind or you get terminally, permanently suspended. It's just ridiculous. And I, I thought that, you know, once Elon Musk owned Twitter that, you know, you could have, you know, truth and speak your mind and not get banned off Twitter. So did you get, did you get suspended? Did you get suspended before Elon or after? It was after this was on election day on Monday. I don't know what stage of the ownership he had by Monday of the, on the election day. But yeah, I woke up and it was permanently suspended and I, and it won't even let me appeal. So what, what, like, what was the actual offense? Did it, did it tell you what the offense was? It didn't say, yeah, it didn't say. I oh. looked everywhere. So actually, now this is my point, though, and I, I'm not here to promote or anything, or any, but I actually ended up getting an account on Truth Social just a couple of days ago, and it's exactly the same thing as Twitter, just so you know. Well, not but quite. You, the good thing. <laughs> not quite. I mean, it's, a, it's the same setup as Twitter, but not the same user base. Right, correct. But I, I, I've... I've been there for like three days and I have like 430 followers now. So I'm, it's pretty cool. And the cool thing I like about two social compared to Twitter is you're not constantly bombarded by fake Twitter accounts or it. it I was always bombarded by fake Twitter accounts trying to ask where I live and might get my email information and stuff like that. I've not once experienced that on Truth social, but anyways, I just, that was my thought. I just, I'm a little upset that I lost my Twitter account and I can't reactivate it because I had like 2000 followers on Twitter. Right on. Hopefully, Anyways, hopefully, that, yeah. hopefully that works out for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, this is Jason from Salt Lake. You know, like I said before, I've talked to you before. You know, you're, you know, a teacher, a healer, and a leader. You know, and we search you out. We love you, guy. We love you lots. Thank uh, you. Thank you for your call. Congratulations with your family and everything, and happy holidays. Well, same to you, man. Thank you for your call. All right, bye. Yeah, man. That's kind of weird that they don't tell you. There's no. They don't tell you what the uh, infraction was. It just kind of suspends you, and that's it. It's weird. So hopefully they can you can get that tightened up. Seven seven three. You don't know how much speaker to. Hey, Dio. <clears throat> First off, hey, Dio. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, likewise, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Dio. <clears throat> I've been trying to call into the show for a couple of weeks right before the midterms because I wanted to address a couple things with you. But right before the midterms happened, YouTube, for some unknown reason, banned me from the platform. So so I can't access my old account. But the big question I wanted to as you and maybe everybody else here, I've been told told that there's that you should not be using the same Gmail account for Yahoo account. Something about the IP address. Uh, I'd like to know from you if there's any truth to that or any suggestions you might recommend. 
the same Gmail account for a Yahoo account? Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I use a Yahoo account for Gmail. I, I don't understand. So you, you don't have a Gmail account? No. So you, you use your Yahoo email and that's it? Yes. Yeah. That's kind of why people were saying can't use the same email account for some reason. reason. I'm not sure I understand, but I think you should always have a different email on different platforms for sure. Maybe you're just having your email go to go to Gmail from Yahoo. Uh, you got you got a Yahoo.com address and you're routing it through Gmail to come up there, but it's just the one email address from Yahoo. Yeah, mainly on my phone because that was the main reason reason to kind of connect to Cricket, I believe. I'm not really understanding. I think, but uh, the, in, in, yeah, in general, it's always good to have more than one email. So, yeah, that's probably okay. a good practice. Okay. Okay, well, I'm pretty much on Rumble right now, and I really wish a lot more conservatives like yourself would kind of go to other platforms since Google and Yahoo seems to have had a problem with censoring us from actually telling the actual truth, whether it be about the election or other controversial issues because during this midterm, I was actually really cussing up a storm on this <clears throat> because pandemic's not officially over for a lot of people like here in Chicago, but how on earth can anybody be complaining about abortions when our medical freedoms have been threatened for the last three years because here in Chicago still see people wearing masks and not much talk about the side effects from certain medications and there's no other option but to wear them like even in the polling places yeah is that, is that, that's, that's still going on with the whole mask thing yep yep I so there's no sense of normalcy despite back in August his where they in quotation marks supposedly ended the whole thing so mm-hmm. I really don't believe a single word and that's kind of created more division among me and my father which is a never issue altogether ever since my mom passed away early this year, as I told you. I'm currently not really in the mood to be celebrating the holidays. And because cause it doesn't seem like this pandemic is officially over with, mainly. Mainly is my main reason for not wanting to celebrate, period. Right, I got you. Because there's no sense of normalcy. And just a few days ago, it's the first real reason. I haven't kind of officially cried, cried in a long time since, since I'm on funeral. So, so <clears throat> I'm not officially depressed about anything. I just, just can't really, can't really find any momentum to kind of move 
on since since there seems to be no sense of normalcy see where I live and nobody else is kind of actually wanting to talk about anything serious and it's just leading to more arguments. Yeah, and, let's, I, I would say avoid any kind of negativity. Don't even get involved with it. Just try to find peace, wherever that peace may be. I'm not really sure where it's going to be, but just find peace. Don't get involved in no negativity because that's just going to be unnecessary stress that you don't need on your back, man. And I thank you for your call, as always, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Okay, have a good evening. Same to you, man. All right. So that's my rapper 10,000. But yeah, man, like that's that's advice for anybody, man. Avoid negativity whenever possible. Just keep everything positive, keep everything uplifted. That's where you want to be in your life. You don't want to be in a negative space. Not at all. So yeah, shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. Um, it's time for one more call. Let's let's do it. 541, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Preston out here in Oregon. How you doing? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, you know, I was kind of curious uh, to get your opinion on how far this SBF rabbit hole really goes. Um, I think I read like a headline today that uh, there was like $11.5 million invested in some small bank out in Washington. I don't know if you heard about that. I don't know if I read it from one of your retweets or whatever on Twitter, but uh, I want to get your opinion on where you think this is all going. Um, so what's, what's your specific question? With the, with the whole, um, the whole FTX thing with SBF. Oh, yeah, yeah. And kind of where, where all that's going because everything just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Um, and I've seen a lot of this happen with, you know, unrelated things here and there. And you think there's going to be some big thing and it never ends up being anything. What, what, what's your opinion? Um, that's a good question. I don't know where it's going to go. I think if they go down this big rabbit hole, there's a lot of big players in the game, a lot of your politicians in the game. They're going to kind of like try to sweep it away. They, they don't really want to talk about that too much because then it's going to start to implicate people that they don't want to implicate. So at that point, it might kind of go away. But if they're able to get some low level guys in trouble, they, they'll definitely do that. And I think the main thing will be try to try to recover some of those assets, recover some of the money. I think that I think that money is pretty much gone, and it's not much they can really do. So I don't really see the whole thing going forward in a positive direction, unfortunately. Although it should it should go forward, meaning there should be some people that lose their um, their jobs and go to the penitentiary. But we'll see. If they, they can get some low level guys, they'll get them. But high level political people, they they won't be touched, in my opinion. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just think it's weird that. Yeah, I agree with but, you. But uh, anyway, 
that's all I wanted to just pick your brain a little bit about that. But I'll let you go, man. I love your show. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All righty, that will be it for the calls from me. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. I'll be back live again on Wednesday for real. I'm not going to leave this time. I'll be back live on Wednesday. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for being so patient with me. I appreciate y'all. As always, you guys are the best. Um, thank you to all the mods for keeping the, the, the chat nice and in check, the, the trolls in check as well. Thank y'all for that. Thank you to everybody that's been watching, that's been retweeting, that's been sharing, subscribing, whatever you're doing. Thank you for that. Thank you to everybody that's been commenting and calling. I appreciate y'all. Um, I got super chats on. I can read those right quick, then I'm out. Oh, also, this is a podcast you're listening to right now, and it'll be available for free on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, etc. A link for that will be in the description or go to favorite audio streaming platform right now and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. All right, so where do we go? Thank you to Ranger Xbox who says, when can social media pays content makers a higher percentage? Thank you to Leo Mazzino who says, I went to my cousins for Thanksgiving. We had barbecue turkey. Oh, shout out to barbecue turkey. And thank you to Diamond Boy who says, love the content. One of these days I'll get through the lines. Keep it 100. Thank you for your call, man, or, or for your attempt to call and your donation, man. I appreciate you. Um, but, yeah, if you're having a hard time getting in, let me know your area code in the chat while you're trying to call. And I'll see what I can do for you, man. But I think that will be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.